I don't, I, well, I don't mean like, does the show exist? I mean like a literal like universe out there where Lucy's antics oh. <laughs> are real. Yes. And not a show. <laughs> if you went to bed one night and had a dream that you were in I Love Lucy, then technically speaking, that universe does exist. <laughs> Based oh, no. on the current this is logic horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. That's right. Anytime you dream of a fictional thing that you watched, that is real out in the multiverse. This is too much. It's too much. I can get bad real quick. <laughs> with another episode of The Keeg Talks. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and today we are talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's Doctor Strange 2. I can't do this alone. If you see us on a live stream, you can see that I'm not alone. We are live streaming to three different broadcast uh, platforms. We're live streaming to volume.com slash The Keeg Show. Volume's our number one platform. We're streaming to twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show. And we are streaming to YouTube, youtube.com, as they say in the biz. Um, you, if you're watching the live stream, you can see their faces. If you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, you can't. So let me introduce them. First, he's been on the show before. It's been a while because he's uh, gallivanting across the globe. We got Terrell Charles, a.k.a. Theories by T. Terrell, how are you doing today? I'm very good, man. Thanks for having me. Good to be back after, yeah, yeah many, many, many months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to figure out when the last time you were on, and I think it was when Titans, was Titans? Season 3 started, right? Season yeah, 3, Titans, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, me and Abby. Yeah, were, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that was easy enough to, like, schedule because you and Abby were both in Greenwich Mean Time or British Summer yeah. uh, Summertime or whatever that was. Uh, yeah. Uh, I forget what time of year it was. And that was easy enough to schedule, and uh, uh, but now I got you back. Yeah. Have you uh, back, have in, you back in business? Have you changed a lot as a person? Um, I get slightly lower haircuts now. There's <laughs> <laughs> too much to manage. The bit long beard was too much to manage. What is that? Is that, that, is that why you look different? You don't look different at it's, all. It's, it's a significant change. It, it's a lot for me. You know, it's a few inches off. That was it. Um, I I specifically stated a longer beard in the contract for this episode. I, no, I had my lawyer look into that one. It, it, it no? didn't stick. Okay, it didn't good. Stick. Well, good for you. <laughs> Bad for me, but okay. It wasn't the aesthetic that I wanted, but, you know. Uh, but thanks for coming on here. You know, shorter my, beard, longer pleasure, beard. Man. As long as it's you, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, we also got newcomer to the Keeg Talks, but not newcomer to the Keeg because we did an Instagram live chat uh, a couple weeks ago. We got Julianne, a.k.a. Julianne's Movies. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. How was the how was the green room? Fully stocked up up to you know your standard? The green room? <laughs> yeah, the green room. So like like where you were, where you were before this obviously live and in-person show where we put out like a little bowl of MMs for you per your request. Oh, yeah. You know, it was wonderful. They did yes. your makeup, you know. They did. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 glad all the accommodations were there. Um, we spare no expense here. Thank <laughs> you. Um, uh, uh, you do amazing, uh, homemade recreations of things, um, of movies specifically and TV shows. Uh, dare I ask if you're going to be doing one for this movie? 
Possibly. Okay. Um, I will not disclose if I was taking notes during it. Um, oh, okay. But, <laughs> but uh, yet to be determined. It would be a uh, an undertaking. Yes. <laughs> uh, I. I mean, you trying to recreate everything that Sam Raimi and whoever edited the movie did, but on like your terms, would be interesting. I don't know how yeah, you. I do definitely it. have some ideas, some out there ideas. But I just, I don't know. And I'll, I'll talk about it later as yeah. my, my one, like, my one main hurdle. I'll, yeah. I'll say later. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this movie, uh, uh, it obviously just came out uh, like a day ago. And we're talking about it real, real fresh uh, and new. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure we have all have thoughts about it. But I want to know, kind of, uh, does anyone... Anyone here have experience with Doctor Strange before the movies, even the first one? Like any cartoons, any comics? Cause like, I'm a big comic fan and uh, Doctor Strange never really stood out to me. But when the MCU does it, like it, you know, it makes it iconic. But uh, before this, I didn't really, I don't know if any of you guys did. I wasn't his biggest fan. I had read his comics. But yeah. I wasn't his biggest fan. I think I read like you know, you know, the, the slightly shorter, like five, I think there was like a five issue run. I'm going to say it was Doctor Strange season one. I want to say it was called. Okay. Yeah. Um, before, the, before the first movie came out. I think I just, I just happened to have read it. It's just like I was in a, you know, buy a new comic book time of life or something I haven't heard before yeah and like I I think it barely stuck out but I barely remember it so I wasn't a huge fan I for me I think Doctor Strange's comics had gotten more interesting as time went on so like maybe I, maybe that wasn't the right one, right one for me to start with I'd since like watching that first movie picked up a few more Doctor Strange comics and I'm much more acclimated to him mm. but yeah no before before MCU Strange he wasn't my he wasn't my favorite no it, it's kind of like um in the comics, Iron Man wasn't really interesting to me growing up. I was not interested. Also, like the the level of like those characters being like like flagship titles. They weren't flagship titles back then. Uh, Iron Man wasn't interesting to me until Robert Downey Jr. took over. And uh, like the Guardians of Galaxy, I barely like knew them and barely liked them until the movie came out. So the MCU kind of does that. Um, makes everything cooler. Um, Julian, do you have any do you have any experience with Doctor Strange before the movie? No, not pre MCU. No. Yeah. Um, but here's the tangent. Yeah. I just saw Hulk for the first time, like okay. this last week. Which as well one? As Daredevil. Um, the Edward Norton one. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. was just like on a list. I was like, I need to watch this. Like, it's been forever. I've never seen it. Um, I didn't hate it as much as like everyone told me I would. But there was like someone described it as like missing that thing that like yeah. X factor that like everything else mm -hmm. seems to have. But I was like thrown for a loop at the end. I was like, if they weren't gonna like meld it into this MCU, like they were just ready for Robert at the end. But anyways, yeah. but same thing. I was like, my, my brother was like, oh my gosh, like yeah, Iron Man was kind of like whatever until like Robert made him what he made him. Like it was yeah. all Robert Downey Jr. Like yeah. nothing else. Yeah. So that, that was kind of funny. And then Daredevil I saw for the first time, another tangent. I oh, loved it so wait, much. Which which Daredevil? We always have I've to ask that show. with Marvel stuff. It's like- True, <laughs> true. The video with Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> dying at the back-to-back -back Evanescence songs. Wait, 
Wait, oh, which one did you watch God. recently? Did you watch the, the Ben Affleck one recently? Yeah, or? yeah. I saw, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I've seen both, but yeah, okay. I just watched that one. And like, just the movie, <laughs> everything was dark and yeah. like, oh my God, it was so funny. And Jeff Without, was like so young. Yeah. Without that movie, we wouldn't have had uh, Bring Me to Life, like Evanescence. Like that was the, it was like I, on the movie soundtrack. So it was, I yeah, looked that it was, up. It was 2003. I'm like, this song came out like when this movie came out. I'm like, ah. Yeah, it was made for the movie. They made it, Evanescence made it for, Wait, to be on did, the soundtrack of Daredevil. Upset. Did it was they? like a soundtrack. It was like on the, it's like on the official. I know it's on the movie. official soundtrack, but did but they I'm make sure it for the movie? A, I'm sure that they landed, I, I imagine they had it written and it was kind of ready, but they had prepared it to be exclusively on the dead. It was, it, I, don't, I guess they didn't realize it was going to be as big as it was, but I guess, I think the movie is what made the popularity of the song and then subsequent MTV streams of week, week after week probably boosted it. But they were back to back songs and it was just like, Oh, I I went in like like oh, I don't know about this movie and, and I left that movie like yes I am a fan even if some people hate this movie I was like I loved it like it knew what it was which yeah. I think I admire like if a movie knows if it's corny great lean into it and it like it knew it was moody and broody and and I loved it yeah it was it was moody and broody um I was I was you know I was a youngster but uh and I wasn't moody but like. I wanted to be moody. It was kind of a weird thing, you know, <laughs> growing up. I wanted a reason to be moody. And and uh, I was on a plane ride. This was after I had seen the Daredevil movie. And I was on a like a real long plane ride across the Pacific. And they had the whole Evanescence CD like in the system, the, you know. And so I plugged in my headphones and I listened to the whole thing. There's like at least two songs that are in the Daredevil movie. Um, and I'm just like this, like wannabe moody kind of teenager, just like listening to it on like this, like 18 hour flight, like over and over again. That's, that's my, um, that's my personal experience with Evanescence. Um, Hood up. Yeah. Lean back headphones in, just right. Arms crossed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so funny how far Daredevil, Daredevil has come because, um, you know, there's that movie and then almost present. Yeah. What's up? To present with No Way Home. Right. Yeah. I I I actually forgot that he was in No Way Home. Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, brief scene. It was so great. It was uh No Way Home was an experience. Um it was for the fans. Uh this movie, do you guys feel like it was trying to tap into the same the same kind of well? No. I no? I think it's it's only those specific, um, I guess, Marvel... The, the way I described it is it, it's, it tried to kind of have that same energy where it's like, oh, if we make a movie that's just for the fans and solely for the fans, then it will do well. And I feel like it dug a little, it dug a little too deep mm. um, to a point where the fans were like, where, where are you going with this? It was like, they like WandaVision. Dig, 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 dig. As opposed to Spider-Man being like, you know, very pinpoint focused on what nostalgia beats they were going to hit with it and still have a story. Yeah. I feel this one was like, ah, fan, fans, focus on fans and we will be happy. And even for me as a fan, I was like, I don't know if, I don't know if people are going to have that same connection. I don't think Dr. Strange had that same, um, as you said, X Factor. Yeah. That I think No Way Home, No Way Home had. Yeah. Um, did you guys like the first Doctor Strange movie? It, it's it's actually my least favorite MCU. I am too still down there. It's one of my least favorite MCU movies. It is same here. 
And nobody else agrees with me. But like, Same, I like a lot it. of people like agree it. that it's not the best. I don't like hate it, but it's not like it, it dips into like the mystic so much more than like anything else. So it felt like very like mm-hmm. new, I guess. Yeah. Because usually the MCU, yeah. like, it always, like, taps back into something you know. And Doctor Strange is very much of, like, everything is new and you're not invested yet, I guess, would be a good way to put it. Like, no one was invested with him quite yet. I feel like kind of with right. Ms. Marvel, like, no one was invested with her at that point. Like, it could have done better if it was at a different time. But when you throw a character in at first, like, they kind of sink or they swim, you know? Right. So Robert, he yeah. swam! But, right. like, uh, you know, I don't know. I think yeah. I think the difference there or like like with the different characters is sometimes they're introduced in somebody else's movie first and then they get like their own movie. And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we were able to see Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa kicking ass in Civil War before we got a Black Panther movie, which was got like everybody pumped. But if it was like, oh, Black Panther is coming out and we had never seen Wakanda, seen Black Panther in action, whatever. We've been like, is it going to do well? I hope it does. Yeah, but we didn't get a taste of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like when you're, I mean, Black Panther probably, you know, his his skill set, and I think a lot of his story, it's it it, it uh, like Julian was saying, it was, it's kind of close to the familiarity of Marvel. Like, there's still an energy of MCU. It's kind of he's kind of like Captain America or Wakanda's kind of a, kind of a guy. Yeah. Whereas like Doctor Strange is a lot of new elements. So it's like that's the one I probably needed a little a little taste of. So like, let me know this guy's cool before you just like shove me into the multiverse and like get on this weird psycho trip with the ancient one. And yeah. Well, there's a lot of information to 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 take in. Yeah. But it's personality too. Like I think he's very arrogant. And so if someone is drawn more to like personality, like I'm like, Thor cracks me up. Like everything he says makes me laugh. And so like, I like Thor, like I think he's funny. And so for someone, a character like to their, not their main thing, but like very arrogant and just cocky and full of themselves. Like it's harder to be drawn to that as well. I think, you know, we're like T'Challa, like who doesn't love T'Challa, right? Like, right. Yeah. He's amazing. So I always define Doctor Strange as like Tony Stark with magic, but just he doesn't have the Robert Downey Jr. charisma that you, you don't mind. He's like, the Tony Stark's a dick. Like yeah. he's, like, he's kind of by nature a dick, but you know, but you still like him. Like, I don't know what it is. You, or any Iron Man movie or following Avengers movie, he's still like weirdly one of the more likable guys in the room, but you know he's also like an awful man. Yeah. Whereas Strange is like, he's a dick too. And he's kind of like mean to everybody in his own sort of cheeky way. But there's nothing that makes me like laugh when he's a dick. I'm kind of like, that's not a nice thing to say to Wong. <laughs> like, I'm like, I feel very right. protective of all the other characters. Yeah. Um, uh, question for Julianne is it is Doctor Strange mid tier for you because there's been 25 like th- Marvel movies now right like like I don't know that that's the exact number but whatever it's around there mm. but is it better than you know uh, like the character itself no, no 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 the movie the first movie the movie oh yeah it's mid- I mean, probably lower than mid yeah okay because I put it at absolute bottom for okay. Me? I don't think I've ever ranked them like, oh my gosh, this is the absolute worst. No, you've. I've but, tried. No. It's so tough to rank them all. It's tough. Yeah, I got, I got Iron Man two shoved right there, and I'll, I'll keep adding dust. Like, I, concerns. I enjoy Iron Man two, and that's the difference. Like, I enjoy Thor two. I don't mm. enjoy Doctor Strange the first one, and I didn't think it even needed to exist. I think, I think we needed it in terms of. 
it was important world building. Okay. It, it, like it, it introduced a lot of really important elements, like chief among them, the multiverse, but also it established an infinity stone without like interfering too much with the wider MCU. Like it, like time travel is a tricky concept. So to kind of like soft introduce the concept of time manipulation and then go, haha, it's an infinity stone. Yeah. Uh, without, you know, without flooding, kind of like the age of Ultron kind of went almost in the other direction where it was just like, okay, infinity stone, like infinity stones are a thing and Thor's got to go find them. And also he takes like a cosmic bath to have a vision and then the Heimdall's in danger and there's Ragnarok's happening and Black Widow has a backstory and all this like exposition, vibranium, the Mind Stone, Ultron, all of that kind of got thrown at you and you're just like, Right, well, I guess I'll figure that out in Avengers <laughs> 3, I guess. Right. Whereas Dr. Doctor Strange said, this is our story, but also by the end, here's how it tangentially links to the rest of the universe. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I, I think everybody's wasted in the first Doctor Strange movie. I think Rachel McAdams is wasted. And we'll talk about what, what happens in the second movie. Uh, I mm. think that like Wong is wasted and Wong becomes a way... And he's such a good actor, Benedict Wong. Yeah. Um, Wong, Wong gets a redemption, a redemption in every succeeding Marvel movie, though. Right. I, I I agree with that statement that he's wasted in the in the first Doctor Strange, but yeah. I feel like someone someone in the MCU writers' room was like, yeah, let's not do that again. We're no. Making full use of this guy. Right. Uh, even even this like what the single line he has in Endgame where he's like, "You wanted more." Is that what the was, <laughs> yeah, was that yeah, the line? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, great. That's a great line. If he has one line and that's it, great. And then, like, in Shang-Chi, when he comes in and, like, you know, that sort of thing, um, he's become a, so much of a better character now. Mads Mikkelsen is wasted in the first Doctor Strange movie. Big time. Um, so, like, I don't think Doctor Strange... Like, I, I will say that was... I was, I was gonna say that that was very much the era of uh, wasting incredible actors on very subpar villains. That was Marvel's very weak villain era. Yeah, like I think it like Killmonger broke the streak, and a lot of villains since him have been pretty good. Yeah, but like you know, Phase Two wasn't known for its great. You know, Malekith and such wasn't the the best era of, of Phase Two. Wasn't strong for it. Yeah, Rachel was so disrespected. Come on, you can't yeah. toil in Hollywood that long and be that good of an actress to get a girlfriend role. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I was just waiting for her redemption this movie. Uh I just I just thought of something. How many times have you played a Rachel McAdams character in in Julianne's movies? Not much. Mean Girls. Oh, true. <laughs> I, I like I it leaves my mind that that's a Rachel McAdams movie. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know if there's much more cuz I haven't done like like the more like dramatic like Time Travelers or wife. Notebook. Yeah. Okay. Or like The Notebook or those are the ones that like pop into my, my head, but I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I guess the notebook over Time Traveler's Wife. I guess that's more of the. <laughs> that's like her movie in my mind. Like, yeah. That's her. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering. That's a side note. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so when they announced that this was getting a sequel, oh, I like Doctor Strange in Ragnarok, the short bit that he has. I like him in Infinity War and Endgame. Great. My, I have a lot of problems with the first Doctor Strange movie, but one of them is. His ma- they're like ashamed to say he uses magic. They're like, no, no, no. It's like mm. kind of kung fu, laser disc, mirror dimension stuff. And like, oh, you're on a psychedelic trip. And then later they're like, nah, yeah. he's just like a sorcerer. He does magic. You <laughs> seen Harry Potter? It's like that. Whatever. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, to, to, to this movie, well, I don't know when you're going to get into this movie, but to this movie's credit, I feel like they were just 
it's like it's magic don't worry about it yeah like he, he was doing things but i was just like i don't remember him learning that one but then like i don't you know like if he wants to shoot green fire pff, right, well, who am i to tell him you can't yeah. do that you know it's magic yeah if he want <laughs> if he wants to fight with like n- notes on a paper and like music notes yeah music notes yeah, yeah. like that, that this movie was like it's, 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 it's magic just don't and like and i appreciate that you know right. I, I'm, I i'm a fan of like mystical magic stuff in fiction um i don't like when movies try to over explain fantastical concepts right which is what they tried to do in the first one like mm. can you imagine there's yeah. somebody out there being like well actually in the mirror dimension they don't have sound uh well actually uh like i don't like you can't do music notes yeah. in the mirror dimension it's like we're past the mirror dimension dude like let's move yeah. on he's a magician whatever yeah again a, a victim of, of, of the phase because then i think marvel was in the magic is just science we don't understand kind yeah. of phase. Yeah. which it was <laughs> how they treated like, thor explain. right yeah <laughs> and then they it's went like to ragnarok the... and they're just like nah it's just like whatever yeah he's a lightning man shut up Go, deal with it and just yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. ragnarok is number one in my mind is there it? is a number one there's a number one it's ragnarok it's ragnarok that it's makes ragnarok. that makes sense that's valid I mean, I, I can't argue with Ragnarok being someone's number one because it's 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 one of my top five. Do I? Same. I need to reassess. I need to reassess my top five, but it it had been my top five, and I think No Way Home starts to shuffle my top five around a little bit. I need to work out where where Ragnarok sat among that now. Yeah, it might be it might be six now. I'm not sure. I I feel like this movie and No Way Home try to do a very similar undertaking, where No Way Home. Uh, uh, to me was like 10 out of 10. Like it knew what it wanted to be and it went for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you guys feel like you have a, a number out of 10 for Multiverse of Madness? I, so I, I, I saw it for a third time today. Um, yeah. I've seen pretty much seen it like three times in a row. Since oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I, I was like, packed, packed. like I watched it in like, when I went away to Milan, and then again, yeah. there was another screening in Orlando, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it, do it again." And then I landed. Did you go to Orlando today, after friend. Milan? Yeah. Wait, yeah, where yeah, are you yeah. right now? You're. I'm back in London. I got okay. to London this morning. That's, this morning. that's so crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> I it again. Was uh was Amanda just vibing over there? Uh, when she was in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We were there together. We that's together. Cool. I think at that point she already. A lot of us had already seen her at that point as well. So we were just like. The screening was just that happened to be there uh, at the AMC uh, at Epcot. I mean, was like, let's just do it. Yeah. Um, so I think we all needed that that refresher watch. But like now, you know, I've done three times in and I think I'm confident with a seven out of ten. Okay. I think that's where I, that's where I put it. That is a fair assessment. I also have to think yeah. about what other movies I gave seven out of ten for, and then maybe that's change, what I had to do. Change my idea of that one, or be like, "No, I'm comfortable <laughs> with that one. This is where it lies on this." Uh, I do it all the time. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out my number. Julianne, do you you think you got a number? Um, probably like six. Okay. Six or seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, six or seven. You're like six. I think six. I'll go to six. Or six or seven. You know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think I would say seven out of 10, you know? Uh, people were asking me like, oh, uh, would you like, oh, should I go see it, blah, 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 what'd you think? And then I was like, uh, go see it. But there are flaws. Yeah. Which I think is fair. I, mean, I agree. I think every Marvel movie uh, has its flaws. I would argue this is just one where the flaws are more apparent than most. 
like even on on first watch you're like you know there, there's little little things that kind of just get me at my attention and like i feel like other marvel movies that have its flaws i wouldn't have noticed on, on the first watch you know usually the experience just like takes you through it you don't need to you don't really need to pay like you, you know the flaws and you ignore them whereas this one i was like well that was weird i need to double back on that right uh is there a Marvel movie that you guys would say don't go and see? Because I feel like those are rare, right? Like, I feel like most Marvel mm. movies, I'm like, no, 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 go see it. Just understand that it's it's not going to be a 10 out of 10, but it's going to have a good, it's a, it has a good batting average, you know? Um, probably this one. In the sense, like, I think it it's crossed a threshold a little bit in the MCU, like, yeah. diving so much deeper into, like, the Mystic Arts and in my opinion like satanic rituals and so like I think that was a bit much especially for like um myself I'm just kidding um for like young kids if they were to see that like I feel like it definitely was in that like horror category and I'm not a huge horror fan yeah like it wasn't like scary by any means like if you haven't seen yet don't be like oh my gosh like I can't watch it like it's not like that it just like there was elements that like I haven't really seen before and maybe we have seen them like there have been like you know like spirits and demons and all this like magic in the MCU but it felt like it was it was so much darker like so much more was on the line in this one with Wanda that it just had a very different feel and but that was what they were going for so I mean yeah I guess they succeeded right I think like when a movie knows what it's going for and then just goes for it like I have to give props for, like for it right like they like they know the direction that is what it is it's not what I would have chosen but I'm not choosing it like they're choosing it you know no Way Home is that, is that way. Like, I did love No Way Home, 10 out of 10, but it's not what I would have done. But I'm not doing No Way Home. That's, so I got to give them credit for, like, achieving what they wanted. Um, uh, let's, uh, uh, let's, let's get into the nitty-gritty about the movie. I'm trying to remember, what's the first scene of the movie? It, like, jumps right in. They, it's yeah, like, like America and Doctor Strange with the ponytail. Yes. And they're yeah. like flying through this, fighting the monster. And then the monster's the coming after him, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it was all the dream. Well, a dream. A dream, which is weird because <laughs> yeah. all our dreams are dream alternate now. universes. Yeah. That's what yeah. they set up. I love the part with <laughs> Wong, though, when he's like, wait, so when I'm being chased naked? No, no, no. <laughs> well, they're like, yeah, it happens. It, I mean, it's, yeah, it's some, America's like, yeah, out there. It's out there somewhere. <laughs> it's you running naked, you know, scared or whatever. Um, that was an interesting retcon. Like, not a retcon, but uh, just an interesting, like, addition to the mythos is that mm. everybody's dreams are just glimpses into the multiverse. I mean... I, so as soon as they said that, I'm like, my instincts was like, there's a there's a hole here somewhere. And I decided in my head to pause everything in my brain and be like, there's been a dream sequence in the MCU that's been really weird. I'm sure there has. That now I have to consider as it's an alternate reality. And like, I think, like, I don't know, the nightmares that Tony must have had when he had PTSD from falling into the, uh, you know, into the, the, yeah. the wormhole. Like yeah. Iron Man 3, all of his, like, he had dreams where he woke up and he almost attacked uh, um, Pepper and stuff like that. Like, what what were those nightmares like? Because I hope that doesn't happen to him in another universe. We're like, what's going on there? Or like all the dream sequences that Wanda puts people through that she intended, like, you know, uh, what, what she made. I mean, those all kind of happen technically. She kind of 
Yeah, I don't think those were dreams, though. Like, they're, they're hallucinations, right? I guess, yeah. I don't know. I, just, I feel like, I don't know. But this is just me like, going off the back of, like, top of my mind. But I'm sure there's been, there must have been a significant dream moment in the MCU. No, that yeah. Now I have to consider it's really happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how'd you feel, Julianne? With that, with, with the moment? idea that like all oh, dreams are glimpses into the like multiverse, and that is just the way it is and the way it's always been. I thought that and just the whole beginning was like an interesting way to start it. Mm. It, it, it was kind of like jarring, I yeah. guess. But I mean, that's the multiverse, and they've like hinted at it so much that it honestly didn't really even phase me. Yeah, mm. I'm like, we've already like hinted at it so much with. Spider-Man and Loki and everything that it was like, yeah, what's one more thing? All our dreams are just different realities. Like it didn't, I didn't think twice, honestly. Okay. I don't think it hurts much. Yeah, I think it's a, like, I don't, I wouldn't question it much, right? When you think like multiverse, you just think anything is possible. So don't, don't overthink <laughs> it kind of thing. Right. Like I went in just being like, hey, if there's a stranger that's just a worm, I'm not going to be like, how does he become the worm? You know, I'm just like, ah. multiverse of dreams now. It, it is what it is. <laughs> why why'd you bring up the worm? Is it because TikTok is talking a lot about, like, if I was a worm, would you, like, how long would you wait for me? Have you seen that on TikTok? No, honestly. What's on your for there. you, it's like Yeah, where are you? <laughs> it's like a meme, basically, state, like, ask your significant other, like, if I was a worm, if I just, like, turned into a worm, would you still date me? Would you, like, still be with me? It's, like, this weird question. It's just like an ongoing meme. I'm scared to know the answers to that question, so I refuse to ask it. Well, and it's just people <laughs> getting upset, like, oh, so you would date again? Where, you like, wouldn't wait for me? You, like, you wouldn't wait for me to turn back, but, like, you don't know when I'm going to turn back? <laughs> it's just this, like, ongoing thing where people got mad uh, at their significant That's others. hilarious. So, you know, I, I, was, I thought that was the train you were on, you know? No, I was going more on the, on the, the Loki route, where it's just like, he's an alligator. And like at this time, I was like, "How the what? Why is he in that? What you know? What was the causing factor?" But then, like, it's the multiverse. And, like, a single atom could be different. It just make it means that you're a you're a chimpanzee. Right. That's what it is now. Right. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So, I'm not. Yeah. So the minute you go, the dreams are the multi. You know, uh, dreams are the glimpses of the multiverse. It's like that's magic. Like I, I prefer them to not over, try to overexplain things because in, in my experience, the more the MCU try to over-explain concepts, the more holes they dig. Right. Um, like, i.e. time travel, I thought was, I, at this point, it's kind of jarring for me because you over-explain it in one area and then you over-explain it in another area and then the two concepts start to clash and mix and start to not make too much sense. Like, Endgame still is, it just sits in the back of my mind and I still don't fully understand how time travel works. I, I mean, I have my opinion about the time travel in Endgame. I just feel like it's neither here nor there. And I think that Loki makes no sense like the time travel and mm. loki and the variant thing in loki just makes no sense given what we know yeah it just and so I, and again i appreciate it Doctor strange just they're just like magic don't worry let's keep going with the movie and it's like you know what you're right <laughs> hey it's a magical yeah. world i don't need to fully understand every detail of it yeah yeah um uh mr plow is in the comments right now uh paul lau um bringing up something about like Wanda to uh, Wanda is a nexus being and by showing Stark that vision it could just be a window to another reality um he, here's uh, I'm not I don't how do I put this when have we heard that Wanda is a nexus being did they say that in WandaVision 
there was that that ad right that was like nexus um ne- yeah but yeah. then i feel like that could still almost be a reference to like the nexus of realities or, right you know the, or just the term nexus in a, in, a, in a different sense right um but i mean i think well or, or again just an easter egg that was just kind of thrown in there for the sake which marvel just tends to do sometimes um just to like i i, I think it's weird because like as people like as a comic book fan we know and have read the comics and then expect there to be this like the same kind of continuity in the movies so they're just like mm. Wanda's gonna say no more mutants or nexus being this and nexus being that and blah 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 mm. uh but like unless it's said in the mcu it's not canon we can't expect yeah. these things for example in this movie they say that the earth that we know as our marvel earth is 616 designation 616 and then people afterwards were like uh how is this 616 the comics are 616 like the comics main universe is 616 and like how can that be possible blah 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 and they're different multiverses like i don't know like they're just different Mm -hmm. You, they're, they they yeah. don't cross over the comics and the and the movies don't cross over. They're different multiverse, and who knows until they cross over, they're not in the same multiverse. This is six one six of the movie cinematic universe versus the six one six of the comics. I feel like comic book nerds have this expectation that it's all going to be the same and run with the same logic, but it doesn't. You can't expect that. You know. Um, I agree. The, the 616 line, it, it confused me, but also I feel like that was Marvel drawing a line in the sand for that exact reason. But yeah. it's like, no, that's your 616 is over there in the comics. This is our 616, and we're different now. Where yeah. it's like, it's like, there's no, it's not even like a, it's an alternate universe. Like, no, just movies, comics. I, I feel like you're acting like this is a breakup. Like, that's your 616. Yeah. This is my 616. That's it. Yeah, because I feel like separate I, ways. You know, th- they they they're they're aware of the concept of the the comics multiverse and the comics multiverse has like done the occasional implication that like the the cartoon universe has designated this and you know stuff like that yeah um so I think they they were, must have been fully aware that they could have easily just assigned the movie universe its own designation but whether the movie universe is just tackling the concept of the multiverse in its on its own right let's say you have a multiversal event in the movies that like threatens every single reality. It almost then doesn't make sense for the comic book universe to not hop over and help right. out and deal with that, you know. So by drawing a line in the sand, it just says, "Yeah, that's a that's a door that we can't cross because it, right. just, it will complicate things a little too much." Everybody acts like everything is in the mul- the Marvel multiverse, the Mar- MCU multiverse. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is the events of I Love Lucy in the Marvel multiverse? Isn't it? I mean, we don't know. But no, like, w- wait. What was in Wanda's suitcase? Well, I don't. I, well, I don't mean like does the show exist. I mean like a literal like universe out there where Lucy's antics oh. <laughs> are real. Yes. And not if, a show. well. If you went to bed one night and had a dream that you were in I Love Lucy, then technically speaking, that universe does exist. <laughs> oh no! This is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> That's right. Anytime you dream of a fictional thing that you watched, that is real out in the multiverse. This is too much. It's too much. I think it's bad, real quick. What? 
What? Over explanations never you, you you start the holes start becoming more and more prevalent than when you think about it. When you, things are trying to over explain. Yeah. So that's what I just say, magic. That's my favorite line in Doctor Who is when they call it wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Yeah. Because they know <laughs> the, the deeper you go down the rabbit hole, the less it makes sense. And it's just gonna bother you. So I right. just blissful ignorance as far as I'm concerned. What do they call it in in good place? In the good place, they call it um where how time works. It's oh bear me oh, jerk. Jeremy, Jeremy, right? Yeah, Jer- yeah. yeah. Or yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy. Bear- or Jeremy, Jeremy. Yeah, that with the weird like squiggly line thing yeah. over the the J. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the What's the dot? You know. Um, but uh, yeah. So it is what it is. But I dream that I'm in I Love Lucy every single night. So that's kind of weird. It's a fun universe. Yeah. Um. Um. There, there. Uh, let's see. We have Avengers at Disney on Twitch, um, being super nice, saying two of my favorite TikTokers can't wait to hear about their takes on Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> and I, actually, I actually met Avengers at Disney this. I run at Disney World. <laughs> oh, okay, day, cool. So I actually know who, uh, who this is. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to know who the two people are. I don't. I, I don't want to know. I don't want to. I, I. I would like because there's three of us. I don't want to know who their two favorite uh, TikTokers are. Um, I'd. I'd like to think that they met you, and then they're like, "No, Julianne and Dimitri." Completely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. They're like, yeah. It would have been three, but then I, I bumped into him that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh. Yeah. He stole my churro. There was the last churro with the cart, <laughs> you know. Um, so, so with uh, with Multiverse of Madness, it starts off right with Spanish-speaking Doctor Strange slash ponytail Doctor Strange. I don't know how we figure out one way or another what what he's called. Uh, and we have America Chavez, and this is our first introduction to America Chavez in this scene. Uh, oh, Avengers at Disney says, "Okay, okay." Now, three of my favorites. There we go. All right. <laughs> now, now we can rest easy. Um, Mr. Plow says Defender Strange because he's wearing like a costume that's kind of like when he's in the Defenders in the comics. But um, we have the introduction of America Chavez. We have like this like double cross of like Defender Strange being like, I'm just going to kill kids. That's just for the sake of the multiverse. What's another kid dead? Am I right? Um, no, you're good. Isn't that something like that? What's up? Or what's one life? He says something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey. I think mean, he he he's sort of paraphrasing what he said to to Tony and Peter, right? On the in Infinity War, he was like, "Hey, in the the was it the grand calculus of the multiverse? What's one life? I'll sacrifice both of you in a heartbeat. Shut up, get out of here." Oh, to protect the time stone. <laughs> True to his character. Yeah. 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 Like, so, so Tony Tony and Peter is like, "Hey, let's go home." And he's like, "In the grand calculus of the multiverse, I'll sacrifice the seventeen-year-old boy and you, grown man." <laughs> yeah. the universe. He, yeah. he then he ultimately chooses not to but in a sense actually as i said that out loud he's technically speaking did sacrifice Tony to save the universe oh in the end and then he technically yeah in the grand scheme of things yeah he's, he sacrifices yeah. the entire world brings him back and then sacrifices tony as his still final <laughs> checkmate yeah i love i love the meme that was passing around at, at the time of uh end game where he he does the number one and like to tony and like Tony, as we know, you know, does the does the snap and and dies. Um, but rather like he's pointing to the sky and he's like, just wait for Captain Marvel to come back and give her the glove. <laughs> and like Tony's like, oh, so I snap? And he's like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. 
we could all live. Give it to someone stronger. But nope, never mind. All right. Um, uh, we we have Ponytail Doctor Strange getting like he gets cut right by that like fabric thing. What is that thing? Yeah. A mummy? Like it's a monster. He's just a, a monster. monster. Right. It's a monster. And then I thought he was going to turn into a zombie because it looked like he was getting infected. But rather, he was just dying, right? It was a weird so. moment to, yeah. I, they, they focused on the, the poison or whatever yeah. was in his leg. Yeah. And I was like, well, we, I, we've seen the trailer. I know that there's like a zombie Doctor Strange. Little did I know this is the way it was going to turn out, but I thought that he would get poisoned and just turn into an evil zombie Doctor Strange. But that didn't happen. Did you guys think the same thing? I, I didn't know what the point... Honestly, I, it, it, there are a few uh, what I would call like mini Chekhov's guns in this movie. Where <laughs> I feel like there were just things thrown in there. I was like, that's going to be important. Like This ribbon... Poisonous ribbon guy. He's gonna be the key to everything. <laughs> he doesn't come back for the, for the movie. Yeah, same with that Gargantus. I was like, this him being invisible was important. Like, there's a reason he just appeared and he was invisible. Right. I, I didn't seem like there was a reason. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about the magic thing. Like, you introduce too many spells, you assume all the spells are going to be used, but no. Big and invisible yeah. monster. Is that going to serve? The a invisibility just felt. The invisibility just felt um, a little redundant considering you were like smashing through buses and stuff. <laughs> I wonder where that's coming from. Which direction should I run from? Could right. it be the exploding bus? Yeah, I'll run away from that. Right. Uh, something about the death of Gargant... What was his name? Gargantos? Mm. What's uh, he named? That's, that's, that's what the Dave, Dave uh, labeled it on all the toys and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, merchandise-wise, he, he is labeled. He is literally the character of Shuma Gorath from the comics. But there's a weird legal snafu where Shuma Gorath was originally owned by Conan the Barbarian. And then when Marvel owned some of the rights, Shuma Gorath, like uh, Doctor Strange was able to use some of those like mystical elements from like Conan into like his own comics, which includes like the elder God or not even elder God, side God, whatever of Shuma Gorath who looks like that, he's just an eyeball with tentacles, but then they can't use the name Shumagorath anymore because of legal snafu with Conan, and they named him Gargantos, which is another just monster name from Marvel. And then I've was, never was... read the comics, but my first thought was it reminded me of the starfish from uh, Oh, uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yeah. It was both Mm. oh true that one wasn't it yeah and i was like oh my gosh the giant eye and then this monster attacking a village yeah wait they they spear an eye in this one too i just realized yeah they they do falls out they just keep spearing eyeballs they're like (laughs) i mean how you 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 see a villain it's got one eye how else you gonna fight it how how many (laughs) cyclopses have you seen in fiction that hasn't been defeated by a a blow to the eyeball that's true like a big bullseye right that's true um, but a, a Cyclops, you should at least be able to like kick him in the nuts or something, right? Cyclops would have nuts. Gargantos, probably, I don't know, probably not. I hope. I don't, I don't know the anatomy of either of these fictional creatures, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. Who, who's to say? Who's to say? Um, I, I, it's the first 
scene that shows how visceral the violence would be in this movie because there was a good amount of violence, right? Mm. And like, it starts off with spearing the eyeball. The eyeball pops out of the socket of this monster (laughs) and they both fall to the ground off a skyscraper. And they had that little sound effect. They had that little, like when it comes out, (laughs) (laughs) it comes out like that's gooey. Oh, yeah. They weirdly, I noticed today though that they, um, Stranger One just left that giant thing on the street. There was no moment where they were like, probably send that to the basement or something. It's just, it's just lying there while yeah. they're eating the pizza or whatever it was. Do they go up? Oh, they go out for pizza afterwards, right? Yeah, they take, they, they, mm-hmm. they, America tries to run away and they're like, we got you, talk to me, who are you? And right. then just cut to the next scene and they're, they're getting pizza, but they very much, like, maybe off screen, but they, we do not see them put away that once. <laughs> there, oh, there, there's some, like, New York grandma with storefront, like, restaurant trying to, like, sweep just eyeball <laughs> juice, like, off her, like, front, like, half off pizza if you can, like, step through this. Um, poor, poor people, poor New York citizens. <laughs> They just get hit so often. Yeah. yeah. Also, who's to say that tentacle that tentacle monster didn't fall on someone or even just a piece of property like your car? Oh, insurance in the MCU has been one of my the, the biggest concerns since Iron Man. Just right. cars is getting broken every two seconds. I'd be like, my my, my no claims bonus would be gone. I would have like nothing left in my name. Yeah. I'd like to think that the government pays for it, but you know they don't. You know they wouldn't. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of MCU villains that are quite literally born from the government's <laughs> lack of protection. <laughs> You're right. And then we have the Falcon uh, in, in Falcon Winter Soldier, Sam, not being able to get a loan at a bank. So I feel like yeah. it's the real world in that nobody cares about you, dude. Like, yeah. that's life. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Julianne, were you a fan of the violence in this movie? Like, do you feel like it makes it more real or was it too gratuitous or was it enough? It was a PG-13 movie and we have Sam Raimi as director. So we knew we were getting a horror aspect to it, right? The violence was not my concern, if that was your question. Okay. (laughs) Or that that was not my, like, my, um, aversion. No, it was not the violence. Okay. Uh, Terrell, do you feel like the violence was, like, a good amount i'm not anti-violence uh or, i feel or like pro. i'm just wondering like it was a little bit different in this movie than in previous movies i mean was was no way home pg-13 i think i forgot i think so because i feel like that was like violent in the sense of brutality uh you know like peter wailing on goblet that whole apartment fight scene oh, okay. yeah. for, for, for the sake of certain scenes but the violence necessary. I think this movie had that in the same way. Like it wasn't just gore for gore's sake throughout the movie. I think there were just certain scenes, especially with characters like Wanda, like these really powerful characters. It's hard to show someone's like insane power level without like a body count. So right. I think they needed to be like really heavy. I, I don't think it harmed the movie. I think it, it works for it. No, I don't think it harmed the movie either. Um well all Marvel movies are PG 13 now, even if they're like tamer. Uh, like Ant-Man, like what's, like, why would Ant, like, why is Ant-Man PG-13? Like, it, nothing, oh no. There was that gross scene with the little, was it a sheep, a lamb, or whatever it was? Yeah, the or the guy in the bathroom. He turns him into goo too, so yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. I guess that's PG-13. But PG-13 is such a wide range of, like, what's acceptable. Like, anything can be PG-13 now. Like, and it's almost a badge of, like, you, it's not R, but it's not your, your you know, baby they, they, PG. They one one you know? swear word. Yeah. Movie, yeah. One, one cuss. Did they cuss in this one? There was that moment where... Um, cut out. Yeah, they right. cut it out when when Strange like he's about to yeah. pass out and he's like, "You son of a," and then he cuts it. Okay, so they didn't say fuck. Bitch. I don't think so. I don't think I so either. Did they I think say it was, it was it was it was it was a cut out son of a bitch? I think that's what he was going for, and then they yeah they okay got away with it. Only allowed one fuck as long as it's not it's a non sexual fuck. That's what people forget. You can't use it as a verb. You can use it as like an adjective or whatever. You can't use it as a physical thing. Um, um, okay, interesting. Where was I going with this? I forget <laughs> where I was. Where I was? Uh, uh, was the the violence, the violence in the movie, the violence of the movie, and everything. Um, so after they get America Chavez, America Chavez seems to be the only person who can travel the multiverse. Um, it doesn't seem like spells can even like you can't physically travel the multiverse in spells. You can dream walk, which we learn, where you possess a multiversal counterpart, but that can create mm-hmm. an incursion. These are like all a lot of new concepts that we're learning through this movie. Um, and uh, uh, well, we we get to we get to Doctor Strange and Wanda. Let's talk about Wanda. Um, the part where where he's at her like apple blossom field or whatever that is. And then the classic, the classic like thing that they do in movies where it's like, oh, you know, yeah, you want me to take America in? And he's like, I never told you her name. And then it's like, <laughs> like that classic trope of like, I got you. Uh-oh. But it happens instead of the end of the episode, it happens right at the beginning. And she's like, well, I guess the jig is up. I'm a witch. That's it. I I I, I liked that reveal just because like Strange didn't have to point it out himself. Like there was like almost like a beat where like Strange just stops walking and she's like, ah, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> like, she kind of sums it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Julianne, did what do you think about that scene? I loved it. I think in my mind, like the first like three quarters of the movie, I like loved and I loved every piece of dialogue that Wanda had. It felt in my mind like very intentional very realistic as realistic as an MCU movie can be right like of not necessarily a mother's love but a mother's like fierce passion and protect like wanting to protect like her instincts right of her kids and stuff and everything like even like the making your villain in my mind I was like thinking of like the darkling from shadow and bone but the like she's just like livid but like I am so with you I'm like yes yes Wanda do it like whatever you need to do but then, like, she crosses a line eventually, and I'm like, never mind, Wanda, please don't do that. But, like, at the very <laughs> beginning, like, everything felt so good in my mind. Like, whoever was writing her lines, I was just like, yes. Every single one of them was amazing. Uh, I mean, it, it brought up, like, it brought up <clears throat> something that we, like, everybody's been talking about. Like, since I think a big big thing came out when like Captain Marvel was around where it's like Tony Stark can be arrogant Captain Marvel can't be why is there a double standard right uh uh when Captain Marvel came out and like people were comparing the two it's like why 
why so much hate for Captain Marvel? And I think there is like that deep rooted misogyny, uh, uh, regardless of like any flaws, like any of these movies have, like there is still that deep rooted misogyny that goes in yeah. with like, we can accept the character being arrogant and who's a man uh, as a woman. No. Yeah. Like she needs to be humble. Uh, Wanda points it out in this one, right? Like Dr. Strange has done some like very irresponsible shit. And then Wanda oh, yeah. tries something and she's now the bad guy. For sure. Um, and I agree with what Julianne said is that like with the writing of that side of things, first two thirds of the movie, I'm like, yes. Yes, it makes sense. And I was there kind of questioning, like, is it what? You know what? Yeah. No. Like, she's like, you know, there's, there's, it's just, and she's not, and for the most part, she wasn't really intending to hurt anyone per se. You get in her way, that's kind of your business. I was kind of like, she, she got in her way. She wasn't, she wasn't <laughs> trying to kill you. She wasn't even necessarily, seemingly, wasn't, you know, trying to kill America. It's, she yeah, played her part was, so well, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Did. It, it, it it does it does do the thing that a lot of Marvel Marvel movies do with them all the sympathetic villains where you've got to give them like an irredeemable trait that makes you go, ah. And yeah. like Wanda being cool with child murder in order to protect her children felt a little too like it, you they they jumped the shark a little bit, you know, like a character who like literally lost her two moms, and then Wanda's like, sucks to be you, and <laughs> I'm gonna kill you anyway. Right. <laughs> it felt like the very two similar stories just like completely missed each other. Um, but before all that, I was like, yeah, Wanda's right, mm-hmm. more or less. But it goes a little too far. They, you know, they try to justify it with the dark hole. Did, 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 blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, you don't need that line. It's okay. You wish for your kids back, you know? Or Vision. You know, yeah. Screw that guy. Yeah. She didn't but, even mention Vision at all. Where is Vision? Someone asked me, they were like, I was confused. Like, is he not in any other like universe? And I was like, I didn't even once think of Vision. I, and like, neither did I was Wanda. Confused. She's like, I just want to say it's like, screw Vision. What yeah. I just she didn't even mention him. She went to all the universes where she was a single mom. Like, that was, she's yeah. like, no, no nuclear families. I just want these two. <laughs> right, right. I don't, I don't know how that, uh, how that works and why they didn't bring him up. I mean, they brought up Spider-Man in this, which some people were, were, uh, 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 you know, surprised by. They brought up, and what happened in the previous movie, roughly, you know, in passing. Um, but they didn't bring up Vision, which I thought was interesting. And they never said Ultron. And I feel like when you see the robots, those Ultron sentries. They, they did, didn't they? Did they? I think they, I think when, they yeah, they say when, when they were come in, attacked. they call them something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, I think they call the Ultron Very sentries briefly. or the Ultron bots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's like a, a one-liner. I think when Wonder comes in, uh, yeah. Mr. Uh, yeah, the, the, one of the characters is like, Oh, check the Ultron. And then she just like squeezes his head. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> a little great. Yeah, very short, very little, quick, quick, quick one line on. Yeah. I don't answer any questions, by the way. I was willing to give Wanda the benefit of the doubt up until a certain point because I'm like, okay, I get it. I get everything. Like things are, you know, she, she, she is a little off her rocker, but, you know, we'll come back to it. Uh, but then they were just like, nah, we're just going to go full villain. And that's just the way it is. Is that a is that a yeah. is that a betrayal of her character? We see her through all these movies and WandaVision. And then in this one, they're just like, well, she's just uh she's all the magic in the universe, and you have to kill America Chavez to take her power. 
Like you have all the magic in the universe. Like I feel like Wanda would have been like, I will, t- I will take. I have my want, I have my desire, but I will find a way that you will still live, even though I will take your power. Yeah, and again, I feel this way. It, it felt strange because it was like another child, and you think her maternal instincts would have been like, probably shouldn't kill this little <laughs> ain't, orphan ain't, girl. Ain't my kid, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not my kid. Um, but, but, but one does bring that up though. Like at the end, he's like, "Okay, cool. You, you get you get America. You make her find your kids. Why do you then want to kill America?" And she's like, "Just just in case insurance." <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, that's what that was the the one step too far." I was like. You can want your kids, but to be okay with child murder is like felt like a very cartoony way to push her over the edge to allow us the audience to be like, oh, bad guy needs to be stopped. Yeah. That was a strange justification where she was legit just like, yeah, just in case. Like, I yeah. don't want her to ever fight me back or anything. Yeah. What, what did she say? Well, what if they get sick? Yeah. Get, ibupro- get some ibuprofen and chicken soup. I don't know. Why, why is it going to yeah. be a multiverse thing? I, I think it was an example of her just getting greedy, right? Like, it wasn't that yeah. she wanted one universe where she had her kids. She was like, I want access to all the universes so I can just have control. So it kind of leads her into, like, well, I guess controlling the multiverse. That's my goal. Yeah. But then, but she's like super aware that like, she had the dark hold. She knew she was the Scarlet Witch. She knew she's the most powerful being on Earth. If Tommy gets a, a goddamn like COVID, she, can she not just re- reality that away? Nope, you're fine now. She can turn a guy's mouth off, but she can't heal a cold. Oh know. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about magic. Like, yeah, if her kids get sick, just use the magic. Yeah, say so you're not sick anymore and they're good to go. Yeah, no, no more sickness. Yeah. You know? You're yeah, right. Strange. I she just wanted to like go somewhere and close the door behind her and just be yeah. like and again I feel like this is the thing when you if you go and watch the scene where Strange visits Wanda, I mean this is I'll, I'll get to this later, but it's, it's one thing that really bugs me in the movie. There are a lot of moments where you can really tell that they like reshot stuff and just added stuff in like like ADR as an audio over. Oh really? a lot of important lines. Yeah, a lot of important lines from characters are said like from a shot like behind the head. It's like, say, strangers talking to you. He's saying important one-liners, but you only see the back of his head and it's like Wanda reacting to it. So there's like, mm, the dark hold, it must have changed her. But like, you don't see his mouth move. <laughs> like, it's almost just, like, you just added that into like, it's almost like they got to the end of the movie. They were like, we, we, hmm. we went a little too far with Wanda. She's, she's okay with child murder. We need a reason for it. And they tried to like throw in a quick line to be like, it's a dark hold. It made her do the bad things. Right. Do we, wait, were there a lot of edits on this movie? Like, do we feel I, like I, their original I idea feel, was changed in post? Big time. That my main my main critique is that is that there there seems to be another movie in here, um, and then it was just like edited to absolute hell. To I don't know if it was maybe it was too satanic, like Julian was saying, and uh, they maybe were like, well, okay, we already aren't getting the Saudi Arabia market. We are, we're not getting Egypt. Can't lose China. And they're right. just like, oh, okay, let's water it down as much as possible right. so we can cross that threshold. Um, and I imagine maybe some things kind of just got like shoved into the cutting room floor. But there are just, there are small edits that I noticed that I was like, there ain't no way in hell Sam Raimi would have missed that. So I feel like he made a movie, it got through to whoever needed to approve it and they were like, change 
all of it <laughs> and it's just weirdly edited there were just like choppy cuts that was that's i don't know it's, it's once you notice it it's hard to unnotice it mm. and you know watching it like again three times in a row and i was like yeah there's like a there's like one weird shot where like christine's talking to strange at the wedding and you know he turns the water into wine like it's fun fun little bit yeah um <laughs> I do, it's, it's, it's a, a, a minuscule thing but to me it was where I noticed that like there were edits that no one even cared about they just chopped away but like she has the wine in her hands and like Strange says something to her um, and then she notices her husband across the way and it, it, it cuts to another shot and like the drink's empty and she's like just swallowed but there was no moment where she ever actually <laughs> drinks the wine so I'm like what, what is she like the, the glass is just empty she's just like mm, what a great wine <laughs> within the, <laughs> the split second of that cut yes yeah. It's, it's hard. It's a small thing, but it's hard to not notice. And I think that was just like that's the moment I realized. Oh, a lot's just gonna. There's the guy been running on the up. street from Gargantos, like yeah, that he's in every extra <laughs> <laughs> place every time. <laughs> yeah, um, I know people had pointed that out beforehand. Um, uh, when we're talking uh, Wanda, we get to a universe. Uh, oh, well, h- how'd you guys feel about the multiversal travel and everything? Was it kind of cool? Was it kind of like, this is the first time we're going to, like, that that we've seen another universe, right? Because in No Way Home, they come here. And we've also seen those movies. That's separate. Yeah. But this is, this is, a, this is a crazy universe where red means go and green means stop. And, like, uh, did you guys... Like Julianne, did you like the multiversal travel? Was that fresh? Was it new? Was it everything it, we wanted? It was. It was new. I thought. I think at that moment, the pacing was getting to me. Like it was. It was like so fast, and then like so slow, and like it was weird because there was like juxtaposition of like when they're standing there with the memories and walking, and everything is just like so slowed down, almost like slow motion at that point. And like you start off with like such a bang and it was, it was weird pacing for me to go through those universes like that. But as far as like, was it jarring? No. Cause I feel like so many things had like led up to this. And so like, I appreciated all those aspects a lot. Like I appreciated bringing like, what if into it and like talking about like him and Christine and like all these universes and like, would they end up together and they're like their romance and all their like sappy, like I loved all their sappy lines together. Right. But like we'd already seen so much and I appreciated that they gleaned from everything. And I think that's something that Marvel does well, if not like overdoes it, like you had said, I think. Um, but like trying to bring everything together. And so like taking something from what if I thought was really cool. Yeah. Or someone had even mentioned, I have never seen Inhumans or is it mutants or something? Uh, Inhumans. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like reading an article about that this morning. And I was just cracking up because I'd never seen this. And some people were like defending it so hard, right? but that they have this like brief moment in there, which I'm sure you guys will talk about soon with all of these just like crazy characters. And yeah. so I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's talk about it. They're on the earth where Doctor Strange has died. And and then Doctor Strange and uh, America go to the Sanctum Sanctorum and they're like, who's Sorcerer Supreme in this, in this movie? And it's Baron Mordo. It's Mordo from um, uh, the first movie, except it's not. And that's also another problem I have with this movie is like any character growth is an, is a variant. It's not our version of them. Yeah. 
Mordo bothered me for one reason and one reason alone, but well, most, most reasons. But the chief reason among them is that they tried to just make the audience assume that Mordo, that Mordo is is evil. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like we we know from context by the end of the first Doctor Strange movie, he goes and kills that one guy, and it's like, and it's also is he like, oh. yeah. You're, you're, you're sat in a curiosity thing like mm, okay, he's bad what's going on what's his, what's his arc gonna be and then Strange kind of just gives America this line yeah so this guy you know we used to be friends and then he hates me now and he tries to kill me on multiple occasions and as if we've had this whole Mordo versus Strange arc somewhere <laughs> off screen what so, happened in the last video or in the last movie I forget like like so, so Mordo kind of rightfully so. It's similar to how this Mordo is and how the Illuminati is. He's mad at Strange and the Ancient One because they like keep on breaking the rules of the multiverse um, by uh, you know fiddling with the time stone, using the Dark Dimension energy. They're just kind of being like ah, whatever works. And he's like, why do you guys keep breaking the rules? He's pissed off. And then by the end of the movie, he's so mad at them. They're just like, I, I, I'll help you beat one movie, but I can't stay here. And then he just kind of pieces out. Oh, they never fight. To, they never fight. They they team up. Like him, Wong, and, and Strange uh, go to the Dormammu. They fight Cassilius, and then they, they win, succeed, and he just pieces out. And then by the end of the movie, they find that guy. I forget the character's name. The guy that was playing basketball. That like uh, Benjamin like, Bratt's character, right? Yeah, the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Geniality. They, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, he meets him uh, who had like, I guess he had like a really bad accident, similar to Strange. He was paralyzed, he was, right? Yeah, and he used magic to keep himself uh, keep himself moving. Yeah. And he went to him and just like took the magic and he was like, too many sorcerers. And I guess the implication was that he was going to go on like a sorcerer killing spree. But the, the six straight years, he just <laughs> didn't show up again. And you were like, oh, Because there's a lot of sorcerers. Like... Yeah. Just dying in the background somewhere. You just never know who it is. Like sorcerer number seventy nine over there. Like, no did he get like um, lost along the way? Like, I mean, you'd think he'd appear in this. I mean, like, if they were gonna make a, you know a Mordo in this universe be the sorcerer supreme, I don't know if they could just could have just made it all Mordo that somehow traveled to that universe. It felt weird to just like kind of continue his arc, but with a separate variant of him right. to say ah same thing right same, same vibe and they do the same thing with christine because we deal with christine at her wedding she's married she's moved on and then we're trying to like piece together this timeline and now we have a new christine where it's like okay we have a new christine we have a new mordo what is the character growth if they're just variants and that's that it's just a different universe mm. do you do you feel that way julianne I hadn't thought about that until you said it, but that's very true. Is like you're looking at not the same person. It's not right? the same person. So that growth is, in a sense, not reflective of you then. Right. Because hmm. we're, we're going to go back to the 616 universe and Mordo, yeah. Mordo is going to be a different Mordo. You know, mm-hmm. there's long haired yeah. Mordo, there's short haired Mordo. <laughs> and like short haired Mordo is just still going to be like, just. That's cri- crippling, crippling people. innocent basketball players, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, you, had a, you know, you had a, a long and steady NBA career. The guy's just like, no, not anymore. Yeah. Runs away with it. <laughs> Half our NBA is like wiped <laughs> out. They're like, I don't know what's going on. Some guy keeps like <laughs> crippling us. Uh, it's only basketball players. He's like, uh, <laughs> It is. A what if episode where it's just Mordo just like assassinating the NBA? I feel like it's the it's kind of similar to Space Jam in a way, you know? <laughs> like instead of stealing the powers of Charles Barkley, suddenly he's like Charles Barkley, 
you can't walk anymore. Oh, <laughs> man, that's dark. That is dark. Um, but so, yeah, all this growth happens to be with a variant. So so he meets Mordo. Mordo's like, brother. And it's like, OK. Oh. <laughs> and then he poisons them and he like knocks them out and he takes them to what I assume is the Baxter building. Was it the Baxter? Yeah. Was that they, like they said, they, they said she works for the Baxter Foundation? Oh, okay. I I don't know if that means the building they were in was then the Baxter building, but right. I guess there was that was their sort of like side connection to it. Right. Uh, the meat and potatoes of this, I don't want to say of this movie, but like that everybody was waiting for is the Illuminati. And we see them introduce a lot of either new characters, new characters with a twist or past characters that we haven't seen in the MCU before, or like, I don't know. It was, uh, it was wild. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Julianne, how'd you feel? I loved it. I was eating that part up Yeah, and I don't even, I didn't even know the guy with the prong. What's his name? Black Bolt. Black Bolt. I had never seen him. I've ne- never heard of him, but I was like, I love you already. And then like seeing again, like, um Carter seeing her that yeah. was amazing when John walked on I was like ah! I like punched the person next to we're me we're talking I Krasinski like, yes yeah. oh my gosh seeing him yeah. was just incredible and then Xavier coming in on like a freaking bumper car I was like yeah <laughs> so, like, it just there was so much going to my mind and like it was very like just firing at you but like I felt like they knew that that mm-hmm. was their intention they're like so what if we introduce all these people from all these projects and throw them at you in 15 seconds? Right. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Right. And they were literally only on screen for 15 seconds before they were all obliterated. Yeah. Like, I thought it was wonderful. I thought right. it was wonderful. We, I don't know where to start with it because it kept, uh, 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 Terrell, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you feel? Same vibes. I, I loved it. I think what they, they did was very intentional in that, like, here's all these characters, like, kind of get the fanfare up, and then being like, but they're all gonna die. You know, like, like the, I think there was a fear in Spider-Man No Way Home, but I don't know why, well, they knew why, they knew what they were doing. It almost felt like Tobey Maguire was gonna die, like, he was there to die, to motivate. Like, when he got stabbed at the end, you're like, no! He, like, they, they took that, that element of fear for your favourite character and said, yeah. what, if, what if we did that, though? What if we killed all of your faves? Um, so yeah, like you wanted Krasinski, Van- Mr. Fantastic? Not anymore. Um, I I loved it. I, and yeah, they because it was a, it was a multiverse movie. As, at some point, they had to just be like, we've got all the toys in the toy box. Let's just and and it was I, so I didn't know, know this. I did not watch the Inhumans TV show, but it was the same actor from the the ever so popular Inhumans MCU canon yeah. television show as Black Bolt. Um, would not have known had I not like at least you had to wait for the credits find out his name google who that was yeah turns out it was the same guy um they got him back they were like ah we have it throw it in there it's gonna die anyway Peggy Carter now she's in the cartoon skirt throw it in there <laughs> right uh, uh, Professor X should he have his own wheelchair no nah, get the one from the cartoon yeah or kill him like why not we also <laughs> have just had Maria devil. Rambeau as Captain Marvel yes yeah, right? yes and so like because she's dead in modern times right Monica mm. is doing her thing but Maria Rambeau uh, was a, a nice touch because the actress, she was in Captain Marvel, but like Captain Marvel's over now. Like what yeah. more, we're never going to see her again. It's nice that they brought her into this. Um, 
Marvel's been doing this thing where I'm sure with legal problems of like, the Marvel TV shows used to be like a different production company, right? It was like, or not production company, but it was like a different division at Marvel. Kevin Feige didn't have really much control. It was Ike Perlmutter on the Netflix shows and the TV shows, right? As far as I remember. Yeah. Uh, The Inhumans was the lowest point in the TV shows. (laughs) And there have been a couple of TV shows like TV, TV on, on ABC, but Inhumans was like one season and it's the one thing I could not finish. I couldn't get through it. It is so bad and so rushed that it, it's just bad. And they have a lot of good actors. Um, so I do want to say that like Anson Mount, who plays Black Bolt, is a really good actor. I know him from Hell on Wheels, which was an AMC cowboy um, train like building the railroad type Western uh, that was on AMC for a couple of seasons. He's really good in that. And then he does in humans. And although in humans is a bad show, it's not his fault. And the fact that like they brought him into this with a quote unquote comic accurate costume shows that like, I guess in humans is Canon, even though it was shitty because it's a conscious choice to bring Matt Murdock for, uh, you know, it was Charlie Cox as Matt in no, no Way Home. It was Anson Mount as Black Bolt in this. Like they're saying like, yes, it is all connected, but we don't have to talk about the specifics. You know what I mean? Is that the yeah. way they should be going? Like, did you guys notice that? Like, I don't know. I what- mean, I mean, you're right. I feel like they're, they're like almost following a trend of like, let's bring these actors in, let's pick out the best bits of their otherwise, you know, forgotten about projects and like just pepper them in. Um, they mean, they bring Coulson back every like three years just in a <laughs> random Marvel project because we all love Coulson. Um, Wait, when was the they, last time? Coulson was only in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. though. Like, he, was, he might be in Captain Well, they flashbacks, but you know, he in Captain Marvel. They brought him <laughs> well, back. Yeah, they that's the right. voice actor back for, he was in a couple of episodes of What If, just to bring the voice mm. actor back. Because I felt like he was just a, a friendly face that was just like, ah, any, there's no, there's no just thing, it's too much Coulson. Just bring him back for no reason. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess they're kind of doing the same thing with Peggy. I, I, I get it's not the same one from What If, but in the sense of like, ah, people like Peggy, bring Peggy back. Um, picking out sort of their favorite elements of it and just like just weaving it back into the MCU and just kind of implying that that stuff happened without having to go into too much detail because, again, there's probably a plot hole here and there that they just don't want to look at. So it's kind of just like look forward, not backwards kind of thing. Um, but it, it, this was the perfect movie to do it because any sort of question you have, you just say, ah, multiverse, don't worry about it. Yeah, magic. Hmm. Right. Yeah. If, if, and again, if they're going to die anyway, throw all the toys in the toy box. I'm like, throw Dr. Doom in there, it's going to kill him. They, they don't even necessarily have to cast Krasinski as Mr. I want them to. They don't have to cast him in future no. projects because, you know, it's the multiverse. If there's three different actors that play <laughs> Spider Man, there's not to say, not to say Miles Teller can't come back and have another go at it. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, I like, I like Miles <laughs> Teller, but let's really brush that away. There are yeah. two, uh, coming out of this movie, there are two rules that, that like I remembered from No Way Home, like in a, as, a, as an audience member. It's that it, you can have different actors play the same character across the multiverse, right? Because we had that in No Way Home. We have three different Spider-Man played by three different people. They're not always played by the same person. So that's one. And two is in certain universes, certain characters don't exist. 
So the Osborns don't exist in the MCU. Like that's what Willem Dafoe realizes when he comes in No Way Home. Willem Dafoe's Norman Osborn is like, there aren't any Osborns. There's no Oscorp. He said he looked for himself and I assume his son couldn't find him, right? Like that was the insinuation. Um, so John Krasinski doesn't have to be fan- uh, Mr. Fantastic in the MCU. And like uh, they can have a different actor or they could not exist. That being said, they do exist because they've said that they exist or that they're planning a movie. But like anything is possible, right? I don't know. Absolutely. There's so many questions with the multiverse. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, to answer the original question, like, I think that scene was, it served the purpose it needed to serve, which in my mind was going to be like fan service, but also look how freaking strong Wanda is. Let's not even put this up for debate. Everyone needs to run, like, grab your tails, just go, run, <laughs> yeah. sprint away. From, if Captain Marvel can't do it, if Black Bolt can't do it, just run, she can delete, she can delete someone's mouth. She just said, yeah, control up. You don't, that doesn't exist anymore. It brought up some weird continuity logic for me, but I was just, <laughs> you know, like, how do you, how do you tell someone your mouth is no longer present on your face and then still get punched in the face by Peggy Carter? I don't know how those two things exist in the same fight, but, you know, it, it was just to show that Wonder is a scary ass woman and you, it, she does not want to be messed with. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that fight real quick. And then also, uh, basically, people online were like, that's the that universe's greatest heroes and they come at wanda so so like lackadaisically right they just kind of they're just like hey oh no now i'm dead okay and, and and it takes it takes a couple of deaths before like peggy and maria look at each other and they're like now we fight and it's like <laughs> like like Mr. Fantastic just got unraveled and then head popped. Black Bolt, like, scre- like at Black Bolt screaming, they should have been like, like they should have rushed her, but they didn't. It was just like, what is going on here? I thought yeah. that fit the that fit their vision though. Like, yeah, you can't, like you said, you can't question it. Like, I think they wanted it that way. And so they wanted it to be like come at you, boom, dead, come at you, boom. Like you said, like it served its purpose. In my opinion, yeah. it was a very comical scene and it also showed us how freaking powerful Wanda was. Yeah. So yeah, I thought yeah. it was, and- when he unraveled, I was losing it. All I could think of was like, I need to buy a can of blue silly string. Like that is what I need to do <laughs> when I leave this theater. Is that, that's what you thought of? I thought of when, that was you, when what, you make pasta. first that's a way lot more work to make you know what I mean pasta. like that's what it like, seemed yes. like like in like preschool when you like you shove it through that like play-doh or something yeah yeah that's that's why I thought the play-doh yeah. thing mm, yeah yeah uh well I'm, I'm I'm a bit higher class I'm you know pasta versus play-doh <laughs> uh, <laughs> um no I, I have no problem with the scene itself the way I justify it is that the Illuminati isn't as strong as they think they are and yeah, they're I super agree. arrogant and they think Strange is the threat and not Wanda. So they get caught on their back foot. And then by that point, they're just not strong enough to defeat her anyway. Because technically in that universe, Strange is the one who defeats Thanos, right? And then yeah, they, well, they kind of they, 
they they said they teamed up. I think like they because they they well, if anything, we know that they're weaker because they had to rely on like the magic book to help them out, right? As opposed to a really complicated time travel shenanigan, right? But like they, <laughs> um, or or even Thor just cutting the guy's head off. Like they had to go find the book of Ashanti. I guess there's significantly less heroes on their universe. You know, the Avengers had like an army. Um, these guys seem to only have their their OG six, I suppose. They managed to to, to beat Thanos, but they needed the book. Was it the book of Ashanti or the yeah. Dark, or one of those books to do it? So I guess that already tells you that they're not as powerful because in our universe, Thanos could barely one v one wonder, let alone six other Avengers. Right. Right. We also don't know whether this Wanda was part of that fight. Yeah. Yeah. True. She had her kids. She's, she's good to go. She yeah. Needs to be a, a hero. Um, um, I, I, I wonder, I don't, this is a weird tangent, but like the, the sort of the difference in the universe. I wonder if this is just the universe of Tony Stark doesn't exist. Um, because that they, it was like a utopia. They're like, oh, Trons are doing the good, like they're just happy, happy little robots with yellow eyes and all yeah. cute, pretty and stuff. And yeah, go, go, you go on red, and there's flowers and nature and all these like that technology is at, at like its peak, but everything's ha- they're happy and good. Right. Whereas in our universe, whenever technology advances, it's because Tony Stark made a death machine that's gonna kill us all. <laughs> right. Right. Um. That's uh. Yeah, that it's, to- it's Tony's fault. Yeah, this is like what if what if Tony doesn't exist? The world is like a utopia. Is Everything's great. I mean, we can read up, we can read each other's minds with technology now. It's crazy. Right. Uh I'd also like to think, because we haven't really mentioned Professor X, like, but like that in a in a world filled with mutants, and maybe he has his X-Men, maybe he doesn't, the X-Men would curb stomp Thanos. Like, if it was like a full-fledged X-Men team, they would just defeat Thanos so maybe the X-Men got killed right off the bat before they even met Thanos maybe a I mean, lot the of the teams that, the fact that they're the Illuminati it means that all of the teams are in play right because the Fantastic Four existed the Inhumans existed they called Captain Carter the first Avenger which means the other Avengers are kicking about some Hulk's doing something somewhere yeah whatever their version of Hulk is yeah um the, yeah the X-Men the Inhumans like the, all of their little factions and teams and squads are, are, are at play I guess they're just all not as strong as as our version. Yeah, um, which could which then could explain why they all were, had really poor strategies and you know thought they could beat a reality bender yeah. by throwing Mel at her. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and maybe the rest of the heroes are dead too in the fight with Thanos. Mm. Yeah, yeah, plenty of differences could happen. Yeah, uh, Julianne, are you familiar with with X Men and like the X Men movies and like? Not really. I I think I've seen one or two of them, but it's been a long time. Which ones have you seen? Do you do you remember? I don't know. I'm not gonna quiz you on it. I'm just. I did. I, I, love I think that I did too. see. I saw like Logan. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I saw whatever one was before that. <laughs> uh well, uh, X Men Apocalypse. There aren't, there aren't great ones before it. X Men Apocalypse. My favorite one is Days of Maybe. Future Past. I think it's the best X Men movie. Uh, and one of my top comic book movies. Um. But you watch Logan with the weakest Professor X. It's Professor <laughs> X with dementia. Like, um, but Professor X is a really strong psychic character. Uh, he just, he's strong in mind and weak of neck, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets his neck snapped. <laughs> I mean, he gets his neck snapped in his own mind, with, within the mind, I guess. Oh, right? man. Yeah. Like, that, that also then confused me like did his neck snap in real life or does he think his neck snap so then he just his brain switched off 
You know, you know, like if you die in the dream, you die for real. Right. Because like, that kind of a thing. Right. Wanda was taking no prisoners. Mm-mm. Nope. I loved it. I like doubled it all up. Yeah. I was sad to see my favorite characters die, but I was also like, wow. <laughs> no, no one's such a yeah. I don't actually they, they, did Strange and Wanda actually have they didn't really fight the entire movie. Like it felt like the movie was set up to be this like Civil War 2.0 Team Strange versus Team Wanda. Strange was like, no. Everybody run. <laughs> he just kept on running. Everyone else was throwing their best guns. He was like, nope, I'm not even going to try. Let's just go. The goal was to get to the Book of Vashanti. That was the goal yeah. of the whole movie, right? It's like, get to the Book of Vashanti. Uh, once Wanda's just going on her killing spree, just get to the book. The book will solve all our problems. And they get to the book and it burns up. And then they're like, oh, shit. Um, oh, my God. Julianne, what do you think about uh, alternate universe scientist uh, uh, Christine Palmer? Christine, I just loved that a she had more screen time. Yeah, um, I still think, as far as like Rachel McAdam goes, like she could have been given more than she was, even still. But I guess I can't be greedy. I I love that she was in it, you know, when she was whoever her Christine was in this new one, and she was I guess she had more power, more control. Yeah. Over the situation, I guess. But I don't know. She still felt like such a side character. I was really hoping for more, honestly. Yeah. Because even at the end, like she's just there, like holding his hands. Yeah. She's she in didn't... that room. She didn't really do anything. My 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 friend pointed out to me today. Um, I'm not sure how you feel about Julian. So like the, the three sort of main female, I guess, pros antagonist slash antagonist in the movie, so uh, Wanda, America, and Christine, uh, they were either relegated to damsel in distress, uh, supporting the male lead, or villain. Yeah. Like, neither really... I mean, I'd say Wanda's probably the one uh, who had the most agency in her story, um, yeah. which is why, like, I'll say, like, my, my favourite element of the movie in general was, was Wanda, like, villain or hero, where, however you want to view her, I thought she was the most interesting. Um... But like, yeah, that was like my friend. That was like her first sort of thoughts were like, why were all the women just like sort of sidelined in service of the the, the male and uh, yeah. protagonist? Like, I can't really even like. Well, I only saw it once, not three times. Um, last night. <laughs> did you, did like, you see it in Milan though? Probably not. <laughs> sadly, but like, I can't even like. I can't even tell you like her like storyline very much. Like she was still a doctor, but she was more like a researcher. I don't know. It just it wasn't like the fulfilling storyline I think I was anticipating. And now you're saying it. I'm like, what's that test called? Where like are two women speaking to each other? Uh, a Bechdel test. Oh, the Bechdel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if it passed that or not, but like now you say that like they are rarely interacting with each other. I mean, Wanda and America a little bit, but like mm. Wanda is the villain, and Wanda is incredible. And an incredible villain. But, like, you really don't see yeah. any other women. Right. Or what they do. My original thought for this movie, before this movie was happening, I thought there was going to be a legitimate Doctor Strange-Wanda team-up versus the villain. Like, I mm. thought it was going to be magic team go! And it was... You were pulled in at the first Orchard scene. You're like, yes! This I, is what yeah. I'm here to see! Right. Maybe I'm talking about lunchboxes. <laughs> Great dynamic. <laughs> I just, I, I thought, I thought, and it wasn't that. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, her being evil the whole time. 
and then yeah and then it's just dr strange wong holds down the fort literally um uh in the in the 616 universe just biding time but i don't feel like he was a credible threat either to wanda no but i do i i like what they did with wong i mean do i like what they i like what they did with wong to a degree I don't like how all of the characters just did not listen to him when he was very clearly the smartest man in the room in the sense that he never really wanted to fight. Every single, like, I, for me, I was, I was telling my friends that he was giving off, like, a really kind uncle energy where he just wanted to solve the issue, like, without anyone getting hurt. Like, when Wanda was going, like, going all crazy and taking them to the temple and stuff, he was like, so, like, doesn't it just make you feel better to know that your kids are out there with a the, with the version of you that is nice and taking care of like, Is that not all you want? And by the end of the movie, that is the thing that solves the problem. But when Wong says it, she throws him off a cliff. She's like, shut up, I don't want to hear that right now. I'll, I'll figure that, I'll find out that self-reflection later. I don't need to hear it. Right. But he was like, uh, and then when he was uh, talking to Strange, when she came to the temple, he, he was like, choose your words carefully, be nice, otherwise we will die. <laughs> and Strange did not. And he, he never said, listens hey, to Wong. Yeah, Strange was like, don't like worry, I got this. on his shoulder. Yeah, but Strange whispering, said, Yeah, whispering smart things in his ear. Yeah, like, and then, but he's that. always like, ink. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know? imagine Wanda says, "Hey, be nice to Wanda." Strange is like, "I got this." Hey, Wanda, your kids aren't real. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's, there's no tax there at all. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's not gonna ease her pain. Yeah, and yeah, throughout the movie, I mean, but then you know, the movie kind of acknowledged that that one was like the. The, the moral compass by the end like Wong had, Strange literally had to learn to his place and he had to bow to Wong because Wong was right I love that and, you know peace was the way um by the end she just needed she needed a good talking to rather than just throwing all your biggest magic guns at her because that wasn't going to work Strange is so arrogant I yeah I dislike him I, I mean I like his character I, parts of his character whatever but I dislike how he or just does whatever he wants and he disrespects Wong and Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme, but you know, in the back of his head, and there are people like this in real life, just in things, right? It's like, I, that should have been mine. Or yeah. the only reason you have it is because I wasn't here for five years. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Disrespectful. And Wong was doing them, like he, he was holding it down. He proved himself why he was also screaming the entire movie. Like there was not much that Strange did that Wong himself couldn't do. Right. Like he he held it down. He was the one with all the knowledge. He was the the bilingual one. Strange was like, what 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 was this basic level Spanish you just said to me? Like <laughs> right. <laughs> it, Wong was yeah. He and he in the fight against Gargantos, he got like a sword and like a magic. Grappling hook. Yeah, he was doing like spins and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. One was great the entire movie, but Strange is like, I could do that. That could have been me. Like, I don't know. It was a weird weird arc for a grown man like Strange to learn that he needed to respect people that knew more than him. Like, Strange has been a sorcerer longer than him as well. He's he's got the credentials. Oh, Wong has been a sorcerer longer than Strange. Oh, Wong. Sorry, that's what I meant. So Wong has been a sorcerer longer than Strange, much longer, but by my understanding. Strange has been here like six years and he's like, I know everything. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, Julianne, on the green minotaur? <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I th- just there. Yeah, I thought he would do more. Me too. I guess it reminded me of like um, Narnia, now that you mention it. Which 
we're talking James McAvoy yes. part, like the goat goat legs. No, okay. there's other ones, yeah. other uh, creatures. Oh, okay. Are you a big Narnia fan? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I use the elements for that video when it snowed because they're in the winter time. Mm. But anyway, anyways, there's a lot of creatures in that one. And no, it's not Mr. <laughs> Tumnus. Okay. There's other creatures in there. I mean, but there's minotaurs and lots of stuff. So whatever. Yeah, there's minotaurs all over the place. They get around. Um, yeah, they didn't do anything. They literally just stood there. I thought he was, was going to- for show. Yeah, he was just for show. I thought he was going to do more. I, I, again, it's where I, I feel like there's, there were weird elements in this movie. Even characters seemed like they were really important. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, like the, that one woman, I don't even know her name, that like heroically sacrifices herself right. to like stab the book. Right. There was so much. I was like, first of all, how'd you stab a book? What did that, how <laughs> is it? It gave me, you know, like Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, what? It, it, was the book, was it a Horcrux? What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There was no explanation that she just stabbed it. And then for some reason it killed her back. It was like a double-edged sword and it killed her back. <laughs> I mean, that made that made sense. You destroy like a satanic book, like you die in yeah, the process. It I, is I just feel like the book would have been stabbed proof. I don't know. <laughs> like, was it a magic knife? But <laughs> well, there was a lot going it's on. It's their there. like energy knife really things, things right? That they have. It's the same thing that manifests when Wong has the swords, oh, right? I, I thought, guess. Yeah, like, like a magic. Thing. Magic knife. Yeah. I mean, sure. Like, it's magic. But I don't know. Is it, is Look, well, I can believe yeah. everything in this movie, but I cannot believe that she has a magic knife. That <laughs> is too much. Whether she did it or not, it was like, okay, it, she stabbed the book and she sacrificed herself. Cool. I felt like I was supposed to care a lot more about Sorcerer Number 42 than. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Like, one was like, no, my good friend who shot the cannon that one time. Yeah. And, right. and those. The three that she had, when Wanda lifted, and she was like, you know, do I say or the rest? I'm going to kill the Minotaur guy and these other three dudes. And I was like, well, in my mind, I was like, oh no, not green. Like, I, I liked the Minotaur guy. <laughs> I, he looked cool. I was like, oh no, not Minotaur guy. I was <laughs> like, they better not kill the Minotaur guy because he's, yeah. he's cute. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, genuinely. I was like, yeah. oh man, like, that's why they made him such a soft green color. So he yeah. be like, you know, yeah. passionate. <laughs> um, I read this online, but I, and I, and I, I think I adhere, like, I, I, subscribe to this theory that the woman who stabs the book and Wong were in a relationship. There it seemed like something. I could believe that. And, and, and if but they didn't the case, show it. Wong wasn't, Wong wasn't upset enough. <laughs> that was the case. But he was, up, he was upset enough that he was like, oh man, like this really important person yeah. in the story of the movie. But like, if it was a wife, I'm like, well, well not a wife it. necessarily, but maybe, but sure, yeah. you know, maybe like a, yeah, I don't know. I'm not here to speak on their, on their intricacies <laughs> of their relationship. You know, were they official? Were they Facebook official? I don't know. Yeah, my I don't I, I don't know. Maybe this is me leaping, but like she had like her, her the way her ear was pierced. It was like a very specific shape. Mm. I thought she might have been like a Wakandan sorcerer, mm. um, because in Wakanda in Black Panther, you had some of those guys that had like very interesting like ear. Oh yeah jewelry and stuff and she spoke kind of with like a, a an african accent so i yeah. was like oh is that maybe that will, i don't know a loose connection mm. that they were gonna make yeah she, i don't know she seemed like she was supposed to be important as opposed to her she did. heroic sacrifice <laughs> she appeared that way yeah i i would okay i would like to believe that like yeah wakandans like there is a specific magic sect in wakanda or have gone to uh Kamertage to do magic but i also want to hope that marvel isn't like oh yeah Every uh, every African is Wakandan, and it's like what? Yeah, I, I would hope yeah, that Marvel yeah, yeah. wasn't doing that. 
Yeah, it was like the the, the, the earring thing was kind of made, made me think of it at first. Yeah, you know, they brought in like there was like the those two other sorcerers, like the Hong Kong. Oh, and, and, the, and the, the British on the London yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. They were whatever. What happened to them? <laughs> Alive? Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, but they had their little moment to to speak with their accents. I yeah. guess so. And you... they bowed. Oh yeah, yeah they, they and they bowed respectfully to the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, yeah. Question for Terrell though: Do you do you have a personal affinity for the British branch of of uh, the Sorcerers? I, I I was I was confused as to who he why he was wearing like he looked like he was in the British Army or something. Yeah, like he like he was in like military like, cars. Uh, yeah, I, was, I don't know. I don't know what I, I didn't really know what to, to take from from either of them yeah. to be honest. That again, I thought they'd be they implied to be more important, like. You figured you'd have now three sanctum defenders, right? They'd have to be the same level of skill as, as Strange and Wong. They just kind of was off in the background them. dying somewhere, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, was it you who brought up Chekhov's gun, but like in multiple mm. instances? Yeah, they dropped mm. so many different things here that they don't pick back up on. Yeah, a lot. No, it's, it's, it's confusing. The, the, there were like multiple things that you think, okay, cool, that's an interesting ability that we could see come back, and then they just, it just it's kind of there for show, right? Uh, the movie ends with Doctor Strange dreamwalking into his dead version's body, and then getting a cape of demons, then fighting Wanda, who then I don't know, uh, Julianne, thoughts about the ending. <laughs> That's what I didn't love. I, <laughs> the Cape of Demons was just like, okay, I don't know about this. Because that was like, because it was the big no-no, right? Like you can't have a dead version, right? Mm-hmm. So then he's like, almost like comatose for a second. You can't and possess then, dead bodies. Yeah, and then Rachel's yeah. like, wait, no, you can do it. And then like they come into their world like the demons do and then they go back into the other there's just like so much happening so fast and Mm -hmm. it was like very ritualistic which again I said that before but like I didn't love that part like and then like he's flying with this cape of demons and America's on a altar and Wanda's toes are in the background on full display like it was just so Wanda's toes weird yes how could you not notice I didn't notice like her feet (laughs) Like her, her bare feet, feet were like on display. This movie, like I read an article about that as well, but like it was hard not to notice. I like, didn't. Th- there was a very specific shot. Like you're looking at this statue of her, right? Mm-hmm. And in my mind, very clearly similar to Satan and goat heads and all these things. Yeah, the snaky stuff coming up. Yes, that was like her hair. I'm like whatever, but then like, right above it, it's like a uh, animal head. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Um, but her toes are like so freaking long on this statue. They're like this. And there's the, like, they pan over, right? Or it's like in the background. Mm. But then it's like a shot. Like if I'm in the shot right now, it's yeah. like her face and then like her toes. And they just, <laughs> they, just, they just like hang, they hang there on this shot. And I'm like, how, how are you? Oh my gosh. And then like, she's barefoot the whole time. And she's like running on glass, which like, yes, you could show that she's like tough. We're getting a sense of like harrow here, right? Like I can run on glass, mm. but like there was no reason for it. There was zero reason for it. Like where was Quentin? He was on set. You're Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Uh, I didn't notice the feet because you know, little known there fact. Was... Little known fact. 
I'm not pro feet, but I'm also not against feet. Feet are just feet. And that's so like, I don't, I didn't notice. Um, um, now you're going to notice. I, I, yeah, that's weird. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't notice. I have nothing to add to that. I don't, I don't Anyways, know. that was a long tangent, but yeah, it just like the, that ritual scene, that was a lot. And like the demons just like circling her and then Wong comes in and he like saves the day kind of. And then they have their like, what does Wong do? One. He, I don't know, he gets that like ball of something and it like yeah, goes it puts around. Like a bubble. Oh, he yeah. holds her while they're trying to figure out something else? Like, like, like yeah, he puts her in like a little pokeball with demons. Uh, I just stay there. And right. He's breaking out. We need to do something. And that so the strange. zombie yeah, can talk to America and be like, no, like, you got this. I'm not going to yeah. kill your power. My, my, my friend said the, the way, <laughs> the, this is Amanda, Amanda told me this. She was like, the, the way, uh, we resolved the movie. Strange went to America and said, hey, you can do this. And America says, no, I can't. And he says, well, have you tried trying? <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's what it right. is. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, but I couldn't do it. But then he said I could do it. And then I couldn't. And I did. So. Right. Who's, who's to argue with that, right? <laughs> yeah. She couldn't, she couldn't quite figure it out, but then she figured it out. So it's, at the end of the day, right. we did it. <laughs> And then it ends with Wanda getting a change of heart because she she scares her children and then there's a whole thing with the whatever. And then she brings down the temple or whatever at Wondergore Mountain on top of her and the dead Doctor Strange body. And then it ends. Right? It's just like... Well, so we think. It I just guess. goes <laughs> forward to them at, at rebuilding the temple. Not Wondergore yeah. Mountain place, but the other one. Uh, can, I, can I also point out like a weird, another continuity confusion? Um, small, small, but it's just the, the little things that often bother me. Is so the one is about to bring down the building, uh, and Strange, like Zombie Strange, says, "Go get out of here!" And America's like, "All right, cool. I'll find you later." And she grabs one, <laughs> they, she punches a hole, and they're like, "All right, run!" And they run through the pool, and you see they're clearly going back to Carmitage. Um, with she goes back with Wong, and the next scene is Strange talking to Christine. Have, it was a pretty good scene, uh, the heartfelt goodbye. And yeah. America opens the portal again. But from Strange's point of view, she's opened the portal and she's back on the mountain. She's back in Wondergore Mountain. So I'm like, oh. did you go home, like get a change, and then go back to the mountain to then open another portal to, <laughs> to find like it's, it's like snow, like it's she went to go to, to Sunny Commissage and then yeah. when she finds Strange, he's back in snowy Wonderful Mountain again. I need to watch it again. I need to watch this movie again. You guys are noticing these like small things. Oh, I, I don't know. I made the weird decision to watch it three times and now, now <laughs> the little things I can't unsee. It's hard yeah. to unsee once you've seen it. Yeah, I saw it in IMAX and I was like, there, we, there was only five rows of seats. And so we were in the second row. And so it's, it was like huge. By the way, thank you to uh, to IMAX um, uh, out there. Uh, IMAX, uh, it was a huge screen, so I maybe I didn't notice like my eyes just like going around, and I'm like, this is a like crazy immersive experience, which was awesome. But also, maybe I just didn't notice the feet. I didn't notice <laughs> certain continuity things because I was like, the chairs were rumbling and everything, and I'm just like, ah. So maybe that's me. Maybe that's a me thing. Yeah. Bear around. These are like small issues that like they don't harm the little issues, they don't harm the movie for me, but like it's you know, the teething pains that make it me to me make it make me super aware that there was a movie that was since changed into something else. 
Yeah. I need to I need to see it again. Um did, did you see it in multiple different ways? Because I know you saw it three times. Was one of them IMAX or anything? Um none of them were IMAX. They okay. would you stand, they were they different, I guess, sizes of screens, but they were none of them were like IMAX. They were yeah. sort of just very standard screens. One of them's on your phone um, afterwards. <laughs> it's like i can't make out each toe what is <laughs> i don't think they're there um yeah uh so so we get to this like ending and uh it's kind of over wanda is dead uh steven bows to wong america is learning magic why did she need to learn magic her powers weren't magic, right? Or were they? I don't know. But like, why would she be a sorcerer? She. I think Wong was down. He needed some new recruits. <laughs> he lost like twenty in the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel what... like it was just like a a test of like patience and like keeping at something. Okay. And she's so young. Yeah. Probably just like we need to protect her. Like you should stay with us. Right. Yeah. Almost like also, I mean, there's a you know like he it's a similar she was she was learning to open portals. Mm -hmm. They're kind of similar transferable skills, I guess. Okay. Her power is open portals, so here I'm teach you how to open normal portals, and hopefully that can transfer over to teaching you how to control your fun Captain America shaped ones. Yeah. And it's the phenomenon of a male, older male, meeting a young female orphan and feeling the need to take them in. <laughs> <laughs> it always happens. It doesn't always happen. Or not? It doesn't have to be female, but like a young it child or young male. Yeah, and they're like, we must take them in and protect them. Right. Yeah. I see. I, I, it happens a lot. If it, not, I'm running it through my mind. It does. happens everywhere. Yeah, they're like this orphan, like The Witcher, even like not not exactly Grogu, but like kind of mm. like taking well, yeah. Logan, to appear Logan helpless. And, yeah, I would say yeah. Grogu. It's it's the lone wolf and cub trope, mm -hmm. right? Mm. Like lone wolf and cub being um, what was it? A samurai? I think that's a samurai thing. Uh, 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 movie story. Um, but yeah, it's that lone gruff guy, and then he like he softens up because he has like a little kid to look after now that he, that was thrust upon him. And like, he's like, it's not mine. Yeah. And then yeah. you do that. What, yeah. But I will take care of them. Yeah. 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 I think America should have stayed with Steven at the end. Like she should have just been his like, quote unquote, like ward. Right. Like Robin mm. is to Batman, but like hang out in the Sanctum Sanctorum. But I feel like Steven was just offloaded her onto Wong. Wong has enough on his plate. <laughs> Steven could take a sidekick. Could. But not the he's way too arrogant movie to personally do that. Yeah. He's like, yeah. no. Right. But he, man, this is the second movie in a row that he's shown a soft spot for teenagers. So I feel like he wants you to believe he's too arrogant. But actually, I think he's quite a. He's, he's more paternal than he lets on. Wait, what was the other movie that he was. Spider Man? Spider Man. He, oh, he, yeah. He, he loved, he loved I know. My first thought was like. He, Stranger Things, or, um, Stranger Things. Well, because I was like, uh, Doctor Strange 1, I was like, wait, there's no kids in that yeah. one. And then I was like, oh, Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, he, he, Peter says, hey, man, I'm sad. He's like, well, I'm going to brainwash the world for you, you poor son of, son of a bitch. I'll like, <laughs> figure things out, you know? Um, yeah. I'm going to tell you the most excited I was in this movie was the post credit scene. Which one? With Charlize. Okay. <laughs> because I love her. Uh, and I was not expecting her. 
and the character I was expecting. Like I was expecting Clea because Clea is such a big part of Doctor Strange in the comics. Like mm-hmm. she's his wife and she's also the niece of Dormammu in the comics. I doubt they're going to go that way because Dormammu was like God level. I doubt they're going to go that way in the movies. But like mm-hmm. she's a big part of Stephen, um, uh, Doctor Strange's mythos and seeing Charlize as, as her was my favorite part. Just like, like out of all the cameos, let's just say, like yeah, her as Clea made made my day. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. It was cool to for me, like to yeah, yeah, see Charlize and see that she was Clea. I was like, oh, cool. But then I was at the same time, it was hard for me to ignore what was going on because a scene before that, Strange was like having like a really bad migraine and an eye popped out of his head. Yeah, <laughs> and then and we're I, back to oh, like, yeah, hey, it's cool. Yeah, and he's like, hey. I took an ibuprofen. I'm fine. Let's go find yeah. <laughs> Come back to the dark dimension. Yeah. And it was like, wait, it, it, to me, it felt like they had two ideas to end the movie. Or like, either Strange it just has the eye because he's looking at the dark hole or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then he runs off with Charlize. Or Strange gets has a bad headache and the eye pops out. That was and a Sam Raimi like, ending, right? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I feel like they were just like, let's just do both. They technically work. They they do. This one happens after the other. Yeah. It just it was it was just jarring like for me. I don't know. It's like ah, never mind. It just def- does defeat the twist, like the mm. twist ending where his eye pops out and then like what? That's like a Sam yeah. Raimi kind of like twist ending. But then the next scene is like he's fine, but then he has the eye and he can call yeah. on it. I don't know what's yeah. going on there. Yeah, well, the eye bothered me because I I don't know maybe I I'm not a VFX person but it it looked strange to me it just looked like they I don't know <laughs> it was like sitting Photoshop yeah yeah like it didn't seem like it was in his skin like it just it was right. just floating there right uh, Julianne did you post credits I haven't read the comics so like I didn't have like prior knowledge of that character mm-hmm. um, but now that you mentioned it I did it did feel like kind of like oh like here's this ending you know and then here's the actual Marvel ending. So kind of right. like Marvel and like Sam were kind of at odds, you know? And so yeah. like this was the ending he wanted, but then like Marvel always has to like show the new character that's going to be in the subsequent film. Yeah. And so like, okay, we'll do both. Like we'll do this and then we'll do this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sam was like, here's my ending. And Marvel was like, yeah, we, but... we, we usually do a post yeah. scene. That's not how we do things. Are... I know it's been a while, Sam, but. Uh... I, I'm, I'm, absolutely positive that like sam when they said you have to do a post-credit scene he did the bruce campbell post-credit scene <laughs> and then they were like no but we need one that's not just like a funny gag and he's like what yeah. do you mean it's like we need to like build Have into the return again yeah 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 and it's like okay i guess because i was surprised for the charlies there and uh uh appearance because i had not yeah. heard one thing about that i don't know yeah, if you guys had no, I went in blind. I was, I, it took a minute for me to even realize she was like clear until she opened up the Dormammu, like the Dark Dimension pool. I was just like, why is Charlize? Oh, no, I knew. I knew. I knew. It was the long white hair and the purple suit. I was like, because mm. uh, right now in the comics, Doctor Strange is dead and Clea is the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she has her own series called Strange. And, like, She's just a better character than Doctor Strange. I like her better. Um, so it's it's nice that I was I was a, like I saw that. But uh, yeah, I can see like yeah, if you don't know who Clea is, it wouldn't make much sense. It's just another 
sorcerer pops in. Yeah. But we'll see. I will say, I, I opened, <laughs> I, I was like, wanted to read some comics uh, when I was, I was on the train earlier today. Yeah. And I opened my Marvel Unlimited app. So I was like, I should just read something randomly. And like on the homepage, like they're, they're like recommended comics of the day or whatever. And it was like, Clee, Doctor Strange, and <laughs> someone else. And I was like, why are you randomly showing me? There's no other day that you were just forced to just shove clear in my face. Yeah. Unless it's like, oh, yeah, well, all the, the people that watch the movie are going to want to know who this lady is. So let's right. put her front and center. Right. Not say why we're just showing you this one random Doctor Strange character. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Right, right. Uh, uh, BT Artist over here on Twitch says, yeah, Doctor Strange is collecting young heroes like Batman. Like, <laughs> America becomes his Robin. Wong is Alfred. But Wong shouldn't be Alfred. Wong, I mean, Wong deserves respect. He's, yeah. in the comics, he's just, he's not just, but he is Doctor Strange's manservant. Yeah. Like, he's just his butler that can also fight and have magic powers. But, like, he serves Doctor Strange. And it's nice we've given him agency in this movie series. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that, Julianne. I didn't. Okay. Now I do. Now I do. Yeah. I'm not picking on you, by the way. I'm just <laughs> like, I, I wonder to myself, like, yeah, people going into this movie and it's like, okay, yeah, who's Clea? Where are these people from? Ooh. I honestly prefer to go in, like, not knowing anything. Yeah. I didn't even watch the trailer. I don't you, watch the trailers. <laughs> I thought you, you don't watch the trailers? I don't watch the trailer. If I can help it, I don't watch it. I'll watch like, like the teaser teaser that's like 10 seconds long. Yeah. But I don't like watching the two minute, three minute trailers. Cause like they give away so much. I'm like, I want to go in and be like, not knowing anything. To be, that's, to be, probably, that's a good move for this one. Yeah. This, this trailer gave away a lot. A yeah, lot. There was so much that I could have, had I been fully surprised in the, in the, in the theater, I think would have changed my experience with the movie. But knowing half of the characters that were going to show up, knowing yeah. the, what, the, impl- the implications of Wanda being evil, it was all kind of very much there. The trailer pretty much did telegraph exactly what happened in the movie, more or less. Like, so, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, I do wish I didn't see the trailer. And like the most recent movie I watched without seeing the trailer was um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I had no idea what the movie was going to be about. And I was I st- I've seen it. Blown. I've seen it and I still am confused on what the movie is all about. <laughs> I was like, she works in the shop, but also the, like a multiverse of warriors. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. I was I'm so enjoying just drinking it all in. Like. Right. Um, Marvel is normally good with the trailers. They're, they normally don't give any scenes away that are in Act 3. Um, and then in this one, there are shots of Act 3 in the, in the trailer. And I'm like, why would you give away the demon Kate why would you give away Wanda, like, and Wanda meeting, like, in that act three, like, with, like right before she changes her mind, you know? Like, why would you give that all away in the trailer? There's something weird about this movie. There has to yeah. be something weird behind the scenes going on. Because I, I think it has Now to be I can't stop thinking about you saying, like, there was a whole other movie that they have, like, slowly, like, chiseled out. And yeah. then it, it has... Now I'm yeah. curious, like, what was this original script? Like, what what was it like? Well, this is well, this is the thing. Like, they, you know, a lot of the the pandemic very much shifted Marvel's schedule. Yeah. And like Doctor Strange, I think, got like shoved left, right, and kind of everywhere. Yeah. So, like, I wonder if its placement after Spider Man had anything to to do with it. Because originally Spider Man was like afterwards, um, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange. 
and I guess even in this movie, really, really and truly, had Spider Man mm. not happened, it would not have changed the plot of this movie whatsoever. Because no. it's not well, repercussions. Like, oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be the yeah. repercussions of one to the other, and it's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the, when like No Way Home came out, and then like the post credit scene was literally the trailer being like, "Strange, you've done, you've messed up too much." Apparently, him brainwashing the world and breaking the multiverse was not the mess up that we we had in mind. He got away scot free. Yeah, off of that, you know. Um, the question is because Sam Raimi is in like auteur, right? Auteur mm-hmm. theory. It's like, you know, the director, uh, uh, if I'm summing this up right, I don't know if you guys know, but like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like auteur theory is like one director, one singular vision for all their things. Everybody focuses towards that thing. So Alfred Hitchcock was considered an auteur. Like everything is Alfred Hitchcock, like no interference. And so like Sam Raimi is very similar to that. Like everything Sam Raimi does is Sam Raimi, Quentin Tarantino, right? That, um, not to bring him up, but you know, uh, 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 it was him all along. We yeah, yeah we figured it out. <laughs> but like, I feel like Marvel step must have stepped in and changed Sam Raimi's vision, which then ends up being that Sam Raimi does not do any other Marvel movies from now on, because that's normally what happened. Like Edgar Wright is also kind of an auteur in a way. Like Edgar Wright was going to do Ant Man, and it was in development for so long, and then. I think what, what ended up happening was Edgar Wright wanted his vision of Ant-Man. Marvel steps in and says, you can't have yours. It has to do X, Y, and Z. And he was like, well, I'm stepping out. And then it went to whoever did the first Ant-Man. I forget. But um, um, Peyton Reed. Was it Peyton Reed on the first and second? I think he did both, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. okay. So, the, yeah. Um, so, like, things happen like that. And that's why a lot of, like, big-name directors are like, uh, you got to play Marvel ball, you know? Yeah, it's just it's it's weird that you take someone like Sam, who's done the Marvel gig, pretty fairly successfully to varying degrees, three times already. Um, they'd be like, "Yeah, we know you made some of the most iconic movies in superhero <laughs> history. However, do it differently." Um, right. Yeah, and I think I I do think his vision, not unlike Scott Derrickson, Scott Derrickson's original vision was to probably go horror, go sat- satanic. Like, like Julianne, you were saying there's a lot of like satanic imagery, like and rituals and stuff going on, dealing with the damned and the spirits and the devil and all, all this stuff that was didn't we get like one little like throwaway line to the author of the dark hold being like just on and all that stuff. There's a lot of oh yeah demon hell stuff kind of peppered in here. I feel like there's probably a lot more on that side of it. And Marvel were like, Yeah, we can't do much with this. Hey, mm. I, I do think it was the you know, the worry of release in in, in the Chinese market. I think was it was it Eternals that couldn't release in China because of uh, um, uh, I mean, okay, one one of the more recent Marvel movies couldn't release in China for one reason or the other. I don't remember which one it was. Um, but I don't know what which, whichever it was. I, I remember some something in the news about that. I, I imagine it was probably one of the bigger blockbusters where they probably could have been up like a good few billion dollars. Not to say they lost money, but like they they realized they could have been up a lot more money and mm. um, probably just like. Yeah, let's just try and reel it back in. Uh, Fantastic Beast three had to be edited for China. I know that, mm. but that was because yeah. of, that was because of uh, you know gay Dumbledore, gay Grindelwald. Like, yeah, well, I mean, this movie couldn't even be released in in some Middle Eastern countries for because of the one sure. small the one, thing, one small thing of her having two moms. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you how do you how do you brush that away? Like. How do you like see that and uh, 
be like, oh, no, uh, they're just uh, her mom just and her friends. Friend. They're just good friends. Yeah, a friend from work. Yeah, yeah, they both have like really, really hunky masculine husbands at home. <laughs> they're just really good friends. Like they have like just lumberjacks, you know? Um, <laughs> the, I don't know. They're firefighters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, like, there was a lot going on with this movie, and who, I mean, no doubt the Illuminati part was not Sam Raimi's idea. No, that, I think, was definitely Marvel just said we have the toys in the toy box. Right. And they knew, I think, it's very clear through a lot of the previous Marvel movies, especially Phase 4, that we're leading to some sort of multi... They, they threw the word incursion out, like, nine times in this movie, as yeah. we were supposed to know what it meant. They were like, incursions are happening, incursions, incursions! And we're like, I don't... What, what is... You don't even... What's that? <laughs> so I feel like they're just trying to be like, this. that's the big thing. There's going to be some sort of big incursion that's going to be a multiversal event. So they're just like, we need you to set these things up. Just place some you know, put, put some dominoes in here, make yeah. it happen. Um, as opposed to leaning into what I feel like was the original plan, just a strange versus Wonder death match, I think was probably where they were going. That's where what one that's where one division seems to leave itself, more or less. It was like Wonder's got these crazy powers that we what really annoyed me, did not really go into. One division implied that she had some like there was something thing at birth and a right. mind stone only triggered it. Nah, she's just magic. Yeah, yeah, no information whatsoever. As we as we're wrapping up this this episode with our like our our final thoughts, I'm I want to say that like I don't like the multiverse. I don't like the I like the concept of the multiverse, but it has to be used very sparingly. So there's times in comics where the multiverse works really well, but when it's always popping up and like it, I don't. I think it's been a misstep. I think the multiverse angle of, of the MCU and and if they continue to go on depending on it, I think it's a misstep uh, for multiple different reasons. The stories are just getting too much and it's yeah. like too much of the same thing too. Cause like, what, it's only a matter of time to like Wesley Snipes like comes in, kills a couple of vampires, hands his sword over to Mahershala Ali, who's the blade of it. Like we're going to get a yeah. multiversal blade team up. Like, which actually yeah. sounds kind of cool now that I'm thinking about it. But, <laughs> like, it's going to be a lot of the same thing. And mm-hmm. then you're you're getting so broad. How do you reel it back in once this incursion threat is done? How do you yeah. figure, you know? And yeah, uh, I mean, it, it makes certain movies that they've pop, popped out feel a bit more charming. I think Shang-Chi stands out as one of my favorite of the Phase 4 movies because it doesn't bother do... I mean, it does have big concepts, but it doesn't bother, like, connects to the wider multiverse of... Right. Oh, right. You know, it's just like, nah, very you know, d- direct story about this one character um, as opposed to... I mean, I love the Eternals, but as opposed to Eternals being like, the Celestials and gods and all of these right. giant things happening... Um, that needs to set up whatever the hell they're planning with the Celestials and these characters yeah. in the in the wider Marvel universe. It makes the more refined movies like Shang-Chi come across a bit more charming. But you're right, once they do whatever they're planning with these huge concepts, how do you pull it back in? Yeah. Uh, uh, Julianne, how are you feeling about the multiverse as a concept and how they're doing yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like there's no consequence for anything. No. And so... Mm as fun as like the anything goes and anything can anyone um sans contracts can come back right um it, it does kind of as broad as it is it does kind of put you in a corner with i don't know with like pulling in your audience and keeping them there you know yeah. 
like there has to be some sort of rules but at this point we're like no it's magic forever for everything to like kind of come back and be grounded like you said my friend good friend her like one piece that she led about shang chi was that it like it was on earth and that like we could relate and we could like see ourselves so well in those characters that like it was on its own and everyone was so endearing and it was just so like human yeah and that was like it's it's amazing quality and so it kind of like are we going to go back to that or is it going to be more of like the the badness of the multiverse i I, I wanted to go back to these character stories. This was not a character movie. Thor Love and Thunder seems like a character-driven thing. Yeah. Even though we're going to have a plot of Gore the God Butcher, we're going to have strong characters. We're going to have like well, like, like fleshed out characters that will do what the characters will do instead of changing their, like the way they see the world according to the plot, right? Um, I'm very excited for Lore Thub and Lunder. <laughs> <laughs> i saw that trailer because it played right before this uh okay so oh so that's the only Maybe. time you see the trailers is when it's before yeah. the movie okay mm-hmm. that's fair uh it looks really good i'm, I'm super it excited does. It. uh and it's uh, hopefully not going to be related to the multiverse hopefully yeah not. see again even if it was or wasn't now it's it's you see a trailer and you can't there's a lot of people i don't not one of them a lot of people will see like the jane foster store and they're like oh, the multiverse it's fine um, like you go into it almost with expectations that it's one thing and then it turns out to be another. Yeah. Uh, I'm also tired of the of some fans out there that will never be pleased now that the multiverse is here because people yeah. were like, they wanted Deadpool in this movie. They wanted uh, Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. And it's like, mm-hmm. nobody promised this. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, they think that the multiverse is a reason to get everything they want and they're disappointed if they don't get everything they want because they think now anything is possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 almost, it's still, it's still it's expectations, which, is, which can be fun for in terms of like, you never know what you're going to get next. Yeah. Um, like that, that anticipation is always fun, but I guess for some people it's like, well, that means like you, you, you say anything can happen, but that means everything can happen. Right. They want all, they want it all in one go. Right. Like it's, it's, it's gone from, a nice surprise expectation to an entitlement it's if everything exists i should get what i want then like people thought that the x-men would pop like the fox x-men would pop into this movie and then pop into the marvel cinematic universe nobody promised that no like that was what no yeah it's like it's again why like like julian was saying i appreciate the the fact that the cameos in this movie were strictly there to be just on the on the shopping board just, just get rid of them all don't worry about the connecting to nothing just right. bam 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 right because um, then if, if wolverine was there and needs to be killed by wonder the, the twitter would not shut up about it they'd be like what the hell was that no. right you know right um so I appreciate they didn't lean. That, that, I guess that was their attempt to make it a bit more character driven in yeah. the sense that like it's not about them; it's about Wonder and Strange. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any uh, final closing thoughts about this movie? Like, I know we gave our grades earlier, um, and as we're talking about it, I'm 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 thinking about like more things. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know if you guys have any uh, 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 final thoughts about this movie that we didn't get to. That- go that like music scene you mentioned at the very beginning, I loved it. Yeah. 
I love that they leaned into it and it didn't make sense. And they were throwing music notes at each other and the music and like, it had this like Phantom of the Opera feel and everything yeah. was dark. And I loved it. I was eating that part up. That I, I need to say that. that was yeah. It. He's a big music fan. I think Stephen Strange, he likes music. I didn't realize that. Like they have, they they've weaved oh. that in a little little bit here and there. Yeah. At the very beginning, when he's like guessing the songs, when he's operating. In in, in oh in the yeah, first one. In, in the scene, he's doing so, surgery. Yeah, he's like, like a music song. buff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he put Wong on like Beyonce and stuff. Yeah, he has all the one names. Adele. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget Bono. about that movie. Uh, somebody said though that he knew. Um, when John Krasinski says Fantastic Four, he goes, "Didn't you chart in the '60s?" Um. That's a reference to there yeah. is a group called the Fantastic Four. That is a music group. Uh, a music group. There's an actual music group in <laughs> our world, in real life. That oh, I thought that was like a very cheeky dig at the popularity of the Fantastic Four comics. So like, oh, oh yeah, that thing. And then oh. like, no one cares anymore. I mean, it could be multi-layered. I originally <laughs> thought I originally thought it was a dig that the name Fantastic Four sounds like an old style name of a music group. Mm. That's what, the, like, somebody was saying, like, the Fab Five. Wait, Fab Five? No, that's, 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 that's Queer Eye, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fab Five and Queer Eye. <laughs> Fab Four? What were the Beatles called? The Beatles had five. a name. You're asking the wrong There group. were five of them, though. Yeah. No, there's I four feel, Beatles. Like there's four Beatles. The four, okay. Well, I don't know what they were called. I, they I were think called they were called, like, the Fab ones. Four or whatever. The Fab I think Four. The, the best Beatles tribute band. I think that yeah. their, their nickname was the Fab Four. Anyway, the, the point being, sure. I thought it was a joke off of that, but it turns out there's an actual music group called the Fantastic Four. Oh. So, you know. But yes. The guy, the guy knows his music. I guess the guy <laughs> the guy knows, yeah, more about music than I do, and which is fair. I don't know that much. But, um, uh, uh, and I, uh, I want to say what's up to Joe Cupid Power Ranger watching us on YouTube right now. Just want to say hi. Um, Terrell, did you have any final thoughts? um i'm excited to see more america chavez i actually do think though she was like i said kind of just relegated to damsel in distress yeah i think that sochi gomez played her really well that she's very fun to work she has that very classic cheeky quippy mcu humor that we've gotten from like kate bishop and yelena and all these like she she seems that she'd slot in well with that world of these new phase four characters. Yeah. And I think she's she's super charming. I'm I'm interested to learn more about what happened to her parents. That they seem to be kind of leaning into the comics and kind of diverging. I'm happy that I don't know what's going on. Right. Um, so I'm curious. I, I feel like she did probably give her a series. I hope they give her a series, just a, like a America Chavez Disney Plus show. To get to know more, but she's great. I'm fine with the multiverse being just relegated to like one series. Like if if we didn't touch on the multiverse and everything else, but like she had her own series where she was going through the multiverse, that'd be fun. Yeah, and even then, you won't, you won't have to promise us like MC the Marvel multiversal stuff. Like right. I liked that they went for like a paint world and a dinosaur world and like mm -hmm. these more silly stuff. Like I don't expect to see like a, a superhero paint character. I just it's, it's like a, a sillier concept. I think the sillier the concept of the multiverse, the better. It means it keeps you on your toes. Right. Um. I think fans probably will. The fans are going to be like a multiverse show X Men. Um, right. They're going to want everything. Think, everything. Yeah. Tom Cruise, Tony Stark. Yeah. But I just I want I I'm I I, I like her. I want to know more about her. Yeah. Um, she seems like she has the ability to be important to the wider MCU. But like I like her personal story. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm excited for what's to come still, even though I know I'm talking bad about the multiverse. We'll see what happens. We got a lot of like other movies coming out that I don't think link to the multiverse. We got Thor Love and Thunder. We got Black Panther 2. Uh, what else is out there? I mean, we have uh, Disney Plus shows that don't seem to be linked to the multiverse. Um, so who knows? The multiverse part might be on a break for at least yeah, I, a year. I did wonder if they, if they were like done with the multiverse stuff for now. Um, yeah. I mean, they, 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 Charlie's, they're, I keep saying Charlie's, Cle- Cleo uh, seems to be pretty adamant that there's incursion shenanigans going on in the background. Mm. Um, I feel like we're just going to catch up with Strange in another six years for Doctor Strange 3, where he has to just. <laughs> has it been six out. years? It's been six years since his last movie. Since his first movie. It's been six years? Was it 2016, right? Yeah, 2016. Holy guacamole. But to be fair, he has appeared in Ragnarok. Infinity War, mm-hmm. Endgame. Sure, so yeah. Now, Ben Lynch kept himself busy. Yeah. yeah, he kept himself busy. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I have no idea what Marvel has planned, especially now that they're showing these random characters that are like, well, what do they, how do they exist in the MCU? So, mm-hmm. we'll, we shall see. I want to thank both of you guys for, for coming on the show and uh, talking with us about, uh, uh, you know, Doctor Strange 2. By the way, do you guys feel bad if you call it Doctor Strange 2? Or do you need to say the whole title? Uh, it's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. Yeah. It's annoying when I have to post something about it, then I've got to think about the hashtag. The hashtag's like, oh. like 30 characters. <laughs> yeah, but then I could go on like Marvel's official page and they are not hashtagging multiverse, but they're like, the hashtag looks strange. <laughs> they're not even bothering. Yeah, it has an emoji too when you hashtag it on yeah. Twitter. Dr. Strange. Yeah, yeah, the little sh- yeah. Yeah, but then they, they know that no one's trying to type out that. It's like, we're not even going to count that metric. Just give me hashtag Dr. Strange. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, thank you, thank you both for coming on the show and talking with me about this movie. Uh, Marvel movies are big, and I'm glad that I got my two first choices on this episode. Um, uh, I, I was really happy about that. So thank you both for uh, uh, coming out and spending a little bit of your time on this show. Um, question for both of you, uh, Terrell. First, uh, what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Um, so I am at Theories by T basically everywhere on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and my YouTube is Theories by Terrell, but Theories by T will show up if you type it in anyway. Um, and Twitch, it's there. I'm <laughs> promise that it's, 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 it's active, but it exists should you want to click the subscribe button on that too. Um, as far as things coming up, just fun interviews I got kind of popping up all, all throughout May. So I got some fun stuff with, oh, what's the top of my head? So Ms. Marvel... Uh, at some point at the end of this month, um, the new Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> I've got some interviews for that, which is gonna be yeah. fun. Okay. Um, um, I've got Lightyear. I'm told I'm not gonna be interviewing Chris Evans, but someone from Lightyear is keen to be doing an interview. So, Taiko ITT, maybe? I don't know. It's just a guy <laughs> below the frame stuff. holding a toy. Like, yeah. like, hey, I'm Chris Evans. And it's like, you're not Chris Evans. You're just a guy holding a toy. All right. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be at a Star Wars celebration at the uh, end of the month. So if anyone else. Yo, are you? Know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> out, like properly. Because. So, yeah. Uh, well, welcome then to my neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. I'm over here. Yeah, dude. Like Anaheim's just right there. Oh, sweet. Well, I'll see you in a few weeks then. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see you. Uh I'm purposely staying out of your way. Uh no, we're uh we're throwing a key 
um, Star Wars Celebration after party on Saturday, May 28th uh, at a brewery that's like right down the street from the convention center. So like Darth Chaco is going to be there. Um, oh, great. Uh, Element 7. We've got a lot of Star Wars TikTok uh, coming out. So. Oh, great. So, you know, you're invited, I guess. Sweet. You put me on the list. I mean, I'll, I'll stand outside the door. Oh, wait. We're going to have a bouncer with the, with the list. There's <laughs> like, uh, Terrell, I don't know. We, we got a Terrell. We got a series <laughs> by T on the list. <laughs> that happens to me before. Tomorrow. Has it really? Um, I, this, someone played a prank on me where they put my name down as theories by T as a joke. Um, and I was like standing up there for ages. Yeah. Um, it was for like, it was for, it was for like a, a, a geeky link up thing, but it was, I was just like, what's going on here, guys? I, I feel like yeah. you're taking an a quote unquote embarrassing moment, but it's really just a humble brag. There was embarrassing because I was standing outside this place for like 20 minutes and the guy was looking at me like, you're not on the list. And yeah. I called my friends and they were like, oh yeah. I, I, they say it was a joke, but I think they just genuinely just instinctively said, right. Just put that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be like when people call me the Keeg, and I'm like, I'm not the Keeg. <laughs> that's not first thing. That's not my name, and I don't want to. That's not my like nickname or anything. That's mm. the show. But all right, fair, fair. Uh, but Terrell, okay, cool. I'm I'm excited to uh, to have you here. You can meet my mom. Come on over. <laughs> well, that's the main reason Star Wars is the second part of it, so. yeah yeah uh Juliet where can people find you on social media what do you got coming up uh yes Julianne's movies <laughs> both on TikTok and Instagram um and maybe today I'll be working on the last Moon Knight episode um and besides that I really don't know I am supposed to have like a series of videos come out um but who knows the date on those ones yeah it's not up to me when they when they come out um but they should be out sometime soon which is yeah. fun um and thank you for having us yeah of course yeah. of course um i can't wait for your episode six uh moon night recap uh i saw a picture of you as an alligator yeah i uh, spray great. painted an egg carton this morning so that just seemed uh that was actually plan a in my mind which usually doesn't happen that what? plan a is what works for the a costume, carton? but I was like, egg carton. Obviously, it has to be an egg carton. There's no other way I can do an alligator beak <laughs> or crocodile beak. It has to be an egg carton. Is it because the bottom is like that, like teeth? I think so. And like, like the length of it. Well, same with like Khonshu. Like his beak is attached like a hockey helmet, but it's like styrofoam, mm. but it's like very elongated. Uh, like it's like a foot and a half from my face. Yeah. You're, all your costumes and props and stuff are wild. <laughs> like anyone who's not checking out your, your videos on, on Instagram or TikTok, like is missing out. There's a level yeah. of joy there that I get when I watch those videos. They're very cheesy. I made wings last night as well. Um, they're very <laughs> much like Falcon's wings. Yeah. Tour. I like cut up a garbage bag. So I got like this, like, really bright gold tablecloth and I like cut out like wings and feathers. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. I don't know what it's going to be because this last episode was like wild. There was a There's lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I hope you're doing like some spin kicks though. Like I feel like I hope you the threw fighting. some, some, some spin kicks in there. Maybe more. I was thinking like, you know, when he just like pulls his jacket. I, yeah, that was, yeah, that was cool. That's that was so more nice. of like the one that stuck in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, both of you do really good content. So again, if anyone's out there uh, either watching our live stream, which is on volume.com, twitch.tv, or YouTube, uh, uh, 
Uh, hopefully everybody can see your social media and, and do that. Or if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, um, you guys know uh, where to find them and definitely go follow them on social media because it's worth it. And uh, this show and my online just like viewing is better because of YouTube. So thank you guys. Thank you. Um, thank you uh, to the audience out there who's been watching this whole time. Again, whether it's live stream or listening to us on our podcast, we got Mr. Plow, we got BT Artist, uh, uh, we had Avengers at Disney, we had Joe Cupid Power Ranger. Uh, thank you everybody for being a part of this. Uh, follow the Keeg on social media at the Keeg Show wherever you get social media. TikTok and Instagram are our big ones. We're also on like Twitter and and all that stuff. Uh, but at the Keeg Show. Uh, wherever you do social media. Check us out there. Um, thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and uh, this has been the Key Talks, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Not you guys, but the audience, uh, where we're talking about um, Asian and Pacific Island representation in media uh, for AAPI Month. So, all right. See you guys later. Take care. Super fat.